The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I forgot to plug on. Hang on. I forgot to plug the computer in. Give us a text. Four, three, two. Here we go. Oh, there we go. There we go. Turn the mic on. There we go. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be Every stop I make I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Lies just around the bend So if you Grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on smoothly done wasn't it that was smoothly done oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand i don't know how to make it any clearer um you can call in about anything right the last few nights on twitter i've had people saying can i call can you talk about the badger cull yeah if you phone in about it can you talk to someone tonight doesn't even follow me on twitter can you talk about um uh, uh can you talk what's this can you talk who's this guy um, UN again slam UK Tory government for shocking treatment of people who are most in need. G- call, I don't even know what that means. Call in about it, guys. For the, for, dude, hang on, dude. Call in, man. It's a phone in show, not a tweet in show. 0344-499-1000. is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can call in. About absolutely anything. I'll put him through on the line. Thank you very much. Absolutely anything you want. There is no agenda. There is very, very little in the papers today, as there has been all week. 
Um, and I'm I'm trying to summon a vibe. I'm trying to do dark arts and summon a vibe. So you can call in about. Oh, geez. <laughs> someone, what's tonight's phone in subject? Tweet someone, guys. For goodness sakes. Hey, here's an interesting thing. Who hates me out there in Sheffield? Who hates me in Sheffield? I'll tell you why. Someone sent me a glitter bomb. You know glitter bombs, right? Where you open it up, right? And glitter goes everywhere. Oh, and it goes it goes in your hair and on your face. And it goes all over the furniture and in the carpet. And for months and months and months. Um, well, someone in, in Sheffield, um, well... What I've deduced about this anonymous person, one, they live in or near Sheffield, two, they're a bellend. I'll tell you why. Because if you're going to make a glitter bomb, right, here's for the next one you send me. Make sure that I can't see glitter pouring out of it because you've not sealed it properly. I mean, it, it was glitter pouring out of it. I went, oh, this is a glitter bomb. I'll open it with my hands in a bin. So I did. I, op- I opened it in a bin and it was a bomb and there was glitter and it went in went in the bin so that was weird why would someone i don't understand i suppose it was a, it was a what what you would consider uh, um uh, a joke uh, that's what i would I- imagine it was it was not particularly funny and it didn't work um so here's my advice to anybody out there who wants to send me a glitter bomb make sure that there's not glitter pouring out of it okay and um if anybody wants to make a real letter bomb make sure there's not explosives pouring out of it that's that would be my advice to you dear listener let's go to carrie good evening carrie hello there how are you this evening ah etsy ketsy as the greeks might say that means up and uh, down <laughs> good um, it's only a quick call i just wanted to say how much i really enjoyed last night's show oh oh yeah i think you. it was absolutely one of the best ones for you know, for a while, I thoroughly enjoy your shows anyway, but that last night was particularly good. I really, really enjoyed it. Don't now, don't tell Catherine that because she was away. <laughs> She's away still, and if she finds out that um, people thought last night's show was the best one and she wasn't here, well, bye, bye, <laughs> Catherine. Bye, Kath. It's been great working no, with you. But it was. You had a really good mix of callers. I thought it was wonderful. I listened. I, I normally don't listen past midnight I've, I've usually you know i've got work the next morning but yeah. i listen till one o'clock it was brilliant oh wicked thank you kerry I, pr- I i appreciate that you know from next week um we've yeah. got a, we, we've got um the potential if the show is good and it hasn't finished yes. at one o'clock we can go on after one o'clock if we want yeah i know i heard you say that yeah. last night and i think last night was a perfect example of that it would have done it would yeah. have done it well i'm glad yeah. you enjoyed it kerry thank you really did thank you what a nice lady what a nice lady. That now puts a lot of pressure on um, tonight's show. That puts a lot of pressure on tonight's show. Can we uh, live up to the high standards? I'm going to tell you no. We probably, probably won't. Let's go to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Hello? Hello, Jonathan. Oh, we're already there. get jonathan back please because um i i I don't quite know what uh what happened there (laughs) 
We're nine minutes in. And already the wheels are coming off the gravy train. Can you get Jonathan back, please, Hayley, and get Ray up as quickly as possible, please? Thank you very much indeed. Let's chop chop with these calls. Don't chit- don't chitty-chatty to them. Just get their numbers, call them back, and get them straight on. Let's go to uh, Ray. Good evening, Ray. Yeah, hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Ray. I've been tweeting like mad, but I've got so many things I'm so angry about, I don't really know where to start, but I suppose the good... W- Hello? Yes, Ray? Hello? Yes, Ray? Ray? Hayley, wh- Hayley, what are you doing? Come on, man, focus. Yes, Ray? Yeah, I just really wanted to talk about government fiddling the figures. I just did a, a Freedom of Information request. Right. Uh, about the numbers of people that, uh, for example, have been sanctioned. And what people don't realise is something like 20 million people in the UK get our cl- claimants, 13.3 are pensioners, and about 6 million people are quite often are working people who get some sort of welfare. And what the government seems to be doing with universal credit and just yes. about everything else yes. is fiddling the, fig- fiddling the, fi- the figures. Fiddling the figures. Yeah, I mean, for example... I thought you wanted to talk about a bloke that was kidnapped in Yemen. That's what you were tweeting about. Yeah, I mean, that's the other big issue that concerns me. That's more to do with uh, Saudi Arabia, really, but the just, fact that the just, British government... You, you seem very stressed, Ray, about stuff that's, that's out, of your, your, um, out of your control. I think that's the problem that we all have. There's so much no, going on at the moment. I don't. I don't. It's very, very difficult to actually work out what you can do something. So, for example, talking about Yemen, where we have this guy called Hisham, who was an ordinary member of the public in Yemen, he used to tweet and put social media short films about what it was like to be in a war zone, why these terrible things are happening. Yes. And doing it in a way that was engaging with people that wouldn't be politicised or people that really don't really sort of tune into the normal war agenda... And then last Monday night, he was kidnapped in the middle of the night. And we've been trying to get it trending as a hashtag of uh, free hang, hang, hang on a minute. Well, <laughs> why don't you try and... Yes, hello. Why don't you try and rescue him in, in, instead of getting it trending as a hashtag? Well, the problem is that what can we do? We're in the UK. Well, what, what, can a, what can a trending hash... I've had a trending hashtag. It didn't impact my life one way or the other. What good is that going to do? Well, hopefully it puts pressure raising public awareness. No. It puts pressure on newspapers. No. That then puts pressure no. on government. It doesn't. Get- a hashtag. Listen, right? If they've ki- if, if you're, what you're saying is true, and uh, who is it? The Yemenis, right? It, he's, he's been kidnapped in Yemen, yes. Right. So if the Yemenis have, have kidnapped him, right, do you really think they're going to look at their phones and go, oh, man. Oh, man, there's a hashtag trending again. This is, let, him, let him go. There's a hashtag trending. Let him go. Well, they do. I mean, you've got to re- we, we've got a British government at the moment that runs by front pages of the Daily Mail. So the idea that hashtag raising awareness about a human rights story... That's not, what you said. Put, That's not what you said it was about. You said it was to put pressure on the government. It is to put pressure. The well, let me tell you now, it won't. A hashtag isn't going to put pressure on the government, man. Yeah, but it unites people behind a, a single aim, well, a, you know, again, a few that's letters. Not, that's not what you said. You said it was to put pressure on a government, and it isn't. Listen, th- those people are upset about a clock not, not um, bonging for four years. They don't give a stuff about your hashtag. Oh, well, of course they don't. But, I mean, that's, 
that's the nuts that we have that the newspapers will run with Big Ben, but people that are actually struggling and then in prison for standing up for civil rights are not seen as newsworthy. Well, that's or the world we live in. That's the world we live in. I was just watching Big Brother. You know, that, that's, that's, that's the world we live in. Well, it's only the world if you create it. There's lots of people trying to create a different type of world. And the only way we can do that is to try and get on radio shows like you and try and raise awareness of what we care about in the hope that people think beyond Big Brother. What do you do? think that there's people in crisis out there that actually do need us to do something. What do you do do for fun? What do I do for fun? Uh, Oh, God, I wish I could do fun. I mean... How can oh, you fun with a government like the one we have? Because I have fun. Of course you can have fun. And what do I do for fun? You don't know? Ray, you're allowing all of this stuff, which, you know, is, I get, you know, I guess I didn't understand the first one, but this the fellow's been um, imprisoned, you know, wrongly. That's terrible. He's been disappeared. That's terrible. Um, uh, I don't quite see how a hashtag is going to have any impact on that whatsoever. But you're still allowed to have fun. Um, and it sounds to me like you're just getting caught up in all this, uh, um, this, this anger and it's going to kill you, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, mind you, but remember, free Hisham in Yemen, he doesn't have a choice. He could be tortured, he may be dead well, by tomorrow. Geez, man at alive. least people speaking out can actually raise awareness. I don't think Twitter, I don't think Twitter does, changes anything. It changes nothing politically. I would disagree with you. So tell if me you one thing, tell me one thing. Day, Hello, we're having a conversation. Tell me one thing that Twitter has changed. Right, that's a very, that's right. One thing that is actually done is actually empowered people. So, for example, no, it hasn't. A hashtag is not power. A good example was the general election. We had all this negativity about Jeremy Corbyn, thanks to Twitter, social media. Oh, Twitter! I'm not talking about social media. I'm talking about Twitter specifically. Twitter did not help Jeremy Corbyn lose the general election. Twitter ensured that he actually survived as Twitter Labour leader. Twitter didn't ensure... Where's your evidence that Twitter ensured that? Where's your evidence that Twitter ensured that? Well, if you look at any... No, you tell ...polling me. or any newspaper coverage or even the Labour's own internal polling right. during the election, yep. you would see that what most people acknowledge since the general election, that it was Twitter that won it. Where and, is and, the and evidence that Twitter... Example, well, hang on a minute. A they good... didn't win it! They didn't win it. So what are you talking about? They, I don't know if you noticed, but they lost it. He was going to lose it by a lot worse. If you remember all the headlines. But there's no evidence that Twitter, that Twitter had any impact on that. Twi- you know, Twitter is an echo chamber. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. Right. So you're talking but, but to it, people it, but, who, who uh, think and feel the same as you. Well, that's only if you allow people that have those views to follow your timeline. What? If you have a broad timeline and accept people from different political viewpoints onto your timeline, then you can influence people. No, I do can't. agree with you that you many can't. people on Twitter only live in bubbles. If you live in a bubble, then you will only have those views and therefore it will be an echo chamber. But if you actually are broader than that and campaign on social issues and broader agenda in a way that engages a wider range of people, then you won't have the echo chamber but okay. i do agree right. with well, you. you're following someone from labor uh, i'm just looking at who you're following and they're all they they seem to be quite left-wing i don't see you following for example um tommy robinson or anyone oh well i 
I definitely uh, wouldn't want to. Well, hang on. I thought you, you wanted to engage with people from all sides of the spectrum. He's he's well, he's on the spectrum. You seem to be following well, yeah, left wing I mean, people, um, equal, human rights people, and pro Brexit people. That that's not engaging with people on all sides of the spectrum, is it? Yeah, well, is it? I mean, if you actually look, I mean, there's, there's over five thousand people following this. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about who I choose. Who, I'm I talking about to... who you follow. You're following six hundred and eleven, and they all seem to yeah. be free Gaza, um, LGBTQ plus, um, uh, yeah. Labour, and Corbyn. You're not following anyone from from other sides of the argument. So you've just completely destroyed what you were saying was positive about Twitter. Well, no, that's 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 only your your caricature of the people I actually follow. I have people right away across the agenda. I may not agree with them. Well, show me where I don't. I don't. It's, all, it's all left wing. It's views. all left wing. It's all left wing. Tory that's smasher. That's your view that it's left wing. No, well, that's someone called to- Tory. Well, no, it, <laughs> mate, come on. It is, and you know so, it is. So everybody that's a member of LGBT is left-wing, are you? Uh, you know, the, the, the Irish Prime Minister uh, is supposedly left-wing, is he? Because LGBT, we're all left-wing. LGBT rights, uh, uh, LGBTQ+, as I've learned today, rights, are uh, generally... Hello, can left-wing. I finish a sentence, Ray? Uh, gem- yeah. This is one th- You're on Twitter too much. You don't know how to have a conversation. LGBTQ plus rights are generally considered to be um, uh, from a liberal uh, st- uh, 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 viewpoint. Uh, from most, uh, a significant number of right wing people um, are anti homosexual, but left wing people generally are not anti homosexual. Would you agree? No. What? Tell me what I said. You- tell me what I've said in that statement that's wrong. Well, your perception that people on the left are, are automatically not... I didn't say it. As a gay man. Didn't say that. You didn't listen. Try again. Listen. People on the right, uh, 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 the people who are against homosexuality are generally from the right. People who are on the left and are liberals are generally pro-LGBTQ plus rights. I don't think that's necessary. Tell me what I've true. said that was wrong. At- uh, well, you're talking, if you say on the right, for example, it was always that have actually given gay people It was rights, David Cameron, correct. It left. was David Cameron who is a centrist, but uh, there were loads of uh, people on uh, Tories who were anti it. Uh, whereas there were more people in the Labour Party who were pro I'm using the word generally, Ray. I'm using the word well, generally. Yeah, well, so am I. So am I. But well, you're not. You're not listening to Remember that it was the last Labour government didn't want to have gays in the military. It's, it was EU law. Which actually okay. We, 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 we're arguing over. Oh, we're government. arguing over one point. The majority of the people that you follow are, are, are centrists or, or, or certainly left of centre. And you've just said that you engage. You, you, you follow lots of other people, and that's not true, Ray. I just. It is. I just suggest that's, that's not true. I do engage with people. You don't have to follow somebody to be engaged with people. You know, I don't follow you, but I'm engaged with you in this conversation. Well, no, you kept. You did. The thing is, you don't listen. You kept asking me, "Can I come on and talk about this?" Yes, yes, you can phone in about anything. Yeah. And which is what I've done. Yeah. And you don't have the same viewpoint as me, which is a good thing. Well, hang so on, you don't know what my viewpoint is. You've not even like asked what my say, viewpoint is. You know, you, you've just said my, my viewpoint is I don't gauge with people that think different to me. And then no, I'm no, no, I said you, you don't follow people. Totally you different to you that. don't know what my viewpoint is, Ray, because do you know what? You've not listened to anything. You've spoken at your... me. You've not listened. Right. But I've, you've just said to me, looking at my Twitter feed, what you believe is what my viewpoint is. And that doesn't make any not... sense whatsoever. Well, that's your view. No, that, no, it's not. That, say that sentence again, but in English. 
I have just said that your perception of me is based around who I follow. No, it's and not. My no, argument it's not. Was, That's, you're incorrect. My you're argument not following was the conversation. The people I engage with is not necessarily people that I follow. So if there's somebody that I has didn't a say, view Ray, from me... Ray, I didn't say that I, I, I based on who you are on, on who you follow. I didn't say that at all. You, you've got you've got to pay attention, Ray. Ray's gone. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. We've got a full switchboard. Um, This is Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats and gin-soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I think it's going to be one of those nights when I block people. (laughs) You made statements that you then said you didn't make. You weren't listening either. (laughs) Pay attention. Evening, Jonathan. How you doing, Ian? You're all right. Yeah, good, thanks, man. What you got? Uh, well, well, no, I just uh, remember your timeline and that. It was you on the 11 o'clock show back in the early 2000s, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, I remember. um, What do we class ourselves as? Generation Xers? Old Generation, well, we're not baby boomers, uh, Generation X. Yes. So we had this whole thing where we're like put upon and made to feel inadequate, but basically we're kind of ruling shit now. Oh, sorry. That's, that's but, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I, I really like the last conversation that you went on with there, a man with no opinion, and how you disregard social media because basically we remember a time before it, before the internet yeah, the oh, yes. boom and everything. And now it's going, you know, this hashtag, uh, it's just kind of nonsense in a way. Like uh, saying, bringing up this some guy from Yemen. Well, what's Yemen? I remember when Chandler Bing and friends were going to Yemen to get away from the annoying voice. We should be aware of world issues. And, and it's, if this mm. gentleman has been taken, then that is horrific and it is awful. And well done for this gentleman for who, who we just spoke to for, for trying to raise awareness. But if I'm honest, a hashtag, he wants to get a hashtag trending? That's the argument? for it i want to get a hashtag trending well jesus christ go over there go send do something but a hashtag trending one of my main points is though um how old are you ian by the way now? i'm 44 man 44 so a few more years on me but uh, always i remember a time you know like like, I don't want to, like, staple time, but it was, like, pretty much pre-9-11. Yes. And I remember as a kid going to uh, London on a day trip with my family, and there was an IRA, uh, um, a warning. Yeah. It wasn't, a bomb didn't go off, yeah. but we couldn't use the subway. And it was, like, this, this general fear. Then Tony Blair came along, and he sorted it. You know, the Good Friday. Well, and, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it was necessarily Tony Blair that sorted it. I think John Major, was, actually, was, was kind of integral. Implemented, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I've spoke to, like, um, people in the military who have, like, got on well with from my career. And um, basically, like, Northern Ireland was just um, a training exercise. You know, it's like we need a constant war, in a way, to make um, soldiers... War is money, baby. War is is. money. Of course it is. 
you know, and, and within the circles that I've worked in, I've met American engineers, and some were in like the Vietnam War. They were war correspondents, and it was like, we need a constant war. Not, not a big war, just constant war going in the background, yes. so we have these troops ready and trained for like real action. You know, you look at Donald Trump right now. What was it that I said today? Oh, uh, no, his whole speech before he's going to president, Afghanistan's going to end. Nah, I'm sending more troops out there now because he knows what the machine is like. It's a billion-dollar industry. He, you go back to, um, um, he you know. He is the machine, man. He oh, is oh, man. The yeah, it's, you can't even, it's like Back to the Future too. Biff Tannen. That <laughs> seems to be the world we're living in the minute. <laughs> it just seems a little bit ridiculous right now. I, I don't know what your, where, like, political opinions are, whether you're left or right or central, but one thing that's always annoying me, and I've spoke to, like, um, I live in the Midlands. I'm from Leicester, so it's quite a multicultural. You didn't travel up to Sheffield and send me um, a glitter bomb, did you? No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Not at all. Not at all. But the point I'm trying to make, I've got friends from the north, I've got friends from the south, and everyone's got this kind of opinion. But it's always like, they're what really yeah. annoys me. It's like, oh, you're left or you're right, you're left or you're right. Well, yeah. why does politics have to be that yeah. straightforward? Why? You know, like, you know, why can't... You know, we're really quite advanced now as a society. You know, um, kids are being pushed more, like social media is taking over. And I read a quote um, by some leading scientists that really got me thinking. And it said, it's just as damaging to give your kid a smartphone, you know, we're talking like a 10, 11-year-old, as much as to give them a gram of cocaine because it's well, pure addiction. Well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I would... You can find that. You let's let's you try it. I've got two children. I'll give one to the to the five year old and one to the seven year old. Let's see who comes off first. It'll be the one that's doing the coke. No, no. Let them get a little bit older. But it's like you just see everyone with the right. We're addicted to this. It is kind of a modern slavery that we don't even know about. Totally, it's it's it is it is. I I would prefer mobile phones over cocaine, most definitely. But. Um, it is, um, uh, yes, it is addictive. Listen, Jonathan, thank you very much for that. From one Jonathan to another. Good evening, Jonathan. Hello, Ian. How you doing, man? Um, better. Um, your, uh, poll on Tuesday night was, uh, fatally flawed. Which, which, was this the plot, was this the poll about who would you, who would you kill? Would it be, uh, Caller Graham or Baby Hitler? Was it that poll? Yeah. Yeah? Why, Why was it flawed? Well, uh... Hitler's mother had seven kids. Oh. Five, five boys. Trust you to know uh, this. Two, two daughters. Yes. And the first four boys died in uh, infancy. Gosh. The fifth one grew up to be Adolf. Adolf so Hitler. if you travelled back in time and tried to kill Adolf Hitler as a child, yep. there's an 80% chance that you would kill the wrong Hitler... <laughs> And you would be a murderer of an innocent child. Well, here's the thing. We don't know those children that she tragically lost. We don't know what they they might. Maybe that was someone who'd gone back in time because Adolf Hitler's older brother, Stefan Hitler, was actually worse in an alternate timeline. And someone went back and killed him, but they did they they didn't kill Adolf because you know Adolf wasn't as bad as Stefan. Oh, it, it, it gets it gets even worse than that. Oh wow! By, kill, by get by killing the wrong Hitler baby four times. Oh. when Adolf is born, yep. his mother will overindulge him. Yes. because he's the only one that survives, yes. and he becomes. Sp- 
spoiled and in, and an entitled little brat. Yes. So you are indirectly contributing to the creation we, of a monster. We only had the fuel to go back four times to kill the first four Hitler babies. We we couldn't go back a fifth time and kill Adolf. But uh, we weighed up the pros and cons, says the Time Lord um, Council, and it was the best. It was the best of a bad bunch. Imagine that, Adolf, the best of a bad bunch. Flipping heck. Uh, and someone on Twitter suggested uh, maybe Hitler should be adopted. Well, there's that sounds like a good idea, but what if he's adopted by an abusive father and an overindulgent mother, just like his birth parents? Yeah. He'd be he'd still be Adolf Hitler, only he'd have a different name, like Timmy Darren. And in, like who? Uh, sorry. Like Timmy Darren. Timmy Darren. Okay. Yep. yep. Yes. Can you imagine Nuremberg rallies? Uh, people saluting the Führer, going Heil Darren. Yeah, well, um, it's 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 an image that still is just as horrific. Um, you, you've you've spent a lot of time thinking about this, Jonathan, haven't you? Yeah, and the reason is time travel is dangerous because every time you try and change history, you actually contribute to creating the very thing that you uh, seek to avert. Um, it's, Say you're an, uh, one of these uh, militant antifa, and you've had a night of uh, alcohol and uh, heroin, and you somehow stumble across a Tesla time machine and decide to go back and kill Hitler. <laughs> you kill the wrong baby Hitler. Yeah. Hitler, uh, Mrs. Hitler walks in, and because you hate Adolf, and she's the mother of Adolf, you violate her. Well, steady the, on, steady on. All right, you hang get, on, hang on, hang okay. on. And in the process, yeah. she conceives Adolf. So not only have you failed in your mission, and not only are you a rapist, but you're also the father of the man who started World War II and the Holocaust. Well, Jonathan, that's certainly a lot to think about um, in that phone call there. That really is... Um, um, yeah, that's a lot to think about there. Um, I, I, my brain just doesn't even know where to begin. I appreciate the call. David and Alan, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I think... Um, I think tonight's going to be one of them nights. I'm tired. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm in a, uh, I'm in a, a crappy mood tonight. I don't know why. Just you know, it's one of those, um, uh, it's one of those things. Um, and um, we're, we're getting more and more random calls, which is which is wonderful. You can call in about anything. I mean, literally anything. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, David. What the what the hell was he? It's David the Patter Thief. Oh, who? David Badcock, the Patter Thief. Patter Thief? You thieve Patter. What's Patter? Um, last night, we had, at the start of the show, we had a wonderful moment, really delightful moment, where we love-bombed a young lady called Jilly on Periscope. Uh, and she, uh, at Jilly Bean Music, G- Jilly with a G. She's going to come on the show soon. And basically, she goes on Periscope and she plays the piano and takes requests. And we kind of all went and watched and listened to her and love bombed her. And it was lovely. And she came on the show. Well, then imagine my surprise this afternoon when I see on Twitter that um, David Nance Badcock is um, 
doing exactly the same patter on Twitter as Jilly Bean Music. Taking right. requests on a bon, uh, a bon Tempe organ and playing them. Exactly the same. Just just 14 hours after that wonderful kind soul, uh, Jilly Bean, was, was, was publicised doing it herself. And I just wondered what the defence of that was, David. Right, well, first of all, you know that my middle name is not Nance. It's Nancy. Right? Ah, is that what it is? I do apologise. I'd miss... OK, that makes more sense, get, yes. Get that right, wise guy. Nancy. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's funny, isn't it? Yep. Right? It is funny, yes. Second of all, I didn't even watch it last night. I don't know what, what that is. You didn't... Did you listen to the show last night? From about half past ten. Just as just as we finished her her section of the show, yeah. Oh really? Oh right. Yeah, well, right, right. so it's just a coincidence that for the first time ever, you 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 was, were taking requests on a keyboard on Periscope, yeah. Well, well, if we're talking about pitter patter thieves, yes. Well, let's. I do a wonderful thing on Periscope where I'm doing playing piano for all the beautiful children of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as I wrap up. Yeah. Oh, who's, who's this on Periscope playing piano and singing along and taking requests? Oh, it's Ian Lee. Me. I went, yeah. I went and did it, and I did it properly. Did you watch mine? I did watch yours, and I commented on it. You saw it. Sorry? You saw me commented on it. Uh, well, yeah, your comments were very rude. I was shown how to do it properly, because I, I can play the piano like um, uh, like yeah. Richard Claderman. Three chords. Four, it's four chords, actually. I struck, oh, sorry. It's four yeah. chords, and that's all you need. That's all you need. A. E? Uh, in, the, in the theme of tonight's oh. show. Yes, I thought you were doing chords, yes. I've, I've got nothing to talk about. Did you send me a glitter bomb? Would I? Yes. Where was it from? Sheffield. Right, well, I live in Rotherham. That's not far from Sheffield. How would I get your address? It's talk radio. Uh. <laughs> You're arguing. You're, did you do it? You bloody well did, didn't you? Listen. That's an act of am terrorism. I, am I the kind of person who would pack glitter into an envelope and send it to Tort Radio? I didn't mention it came in an envelope. Right, I know what you're doing here. You're trying to get me, you're trying to vilify me. as a fairly. You sent me a glitter bomb. No. And it didn't work. Why was it not? I thought I'd sealed it up well enough. Thank I mean, you no, very no. much indeed. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to Josh. Good evening, Josh. Hey, Ian, you all right? I'm all right, Josh. I've done that horrible thing where I've had a few drinks before I started speaking to you, but it'll, it'll be fine. Okay. Okay. What's going on tonight? I haven't really listened to the show, to be honest. Like, what are we talking about? Um, well, this poor, uh, unfortunate gentleman has been, um, uh, disappeared in the Yemen, and, uh, people are trying to get a hashtag trending. Oh, that sounds a bit too serious. I was going to talk about what are old-fashioned things that you do. Okie duck. I thought that'd be a good thing, like, I listen to CDs now. A CD, the CDs aren't considered an old-fashioned thing I to do. I think they're a little bit old-fashioned. No. Okay. No, I remember when CDs okay. came out. I don't. I still listen to cassettes. I w when I bought my last car, I said, could you put a cassette player in it? They went, what? 
Like a tape player for t- tape... No. Fair play. I had to ask. But, I mean, that's fair enough. It's still a bit old-fashioned now. Everyone wants the MP3s and whatever. But we'll go even on, even more old-fashioned than okay, that. Okay, Josh, yes. Snuff tobacco. Yeah. That's old-fashioned. Do you do, do you do a bit of snuff? I do do a bit of snuff, but not snuff as in the no. bad snuff. No. You know, well, well, snuff well, tobacco, it's yeah. good. Where, where are you supposed to put it? You're supposed to put it... Oh, isn't it supposed to go in, in between your... In that little sort of flap of skin, in between your thumb and Peter Pointer? That's the thing. You're not supposed to snort it as you would horrible things. Yeah. You're just supposed to sniff it, and it... No, but you, nice... sn- you get... I always thought, because I did snuff years and years ago, you get a little... P- you get a pinch of snuff... And you yep. put it in the, the crook between your thumb and your f- Peter Pointer, and you just go, and that's it, you're away. Yeah. And it's flavoured, it smells nice. But it gives you nose like... cancer. Apparently, nose cancer... Come on. Don't, e- don't, even, fin- don't even finish that sentence. Apparently, nose cancer, dot, dot, dot. Is that the sentence? There we go. He's only finished that No, but it, it, it does. It gives you, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's tobacco, so it's, it's carcinogenic. Yeah, so. n- yeah, yeah, no, of course. But you still, you do it, do you? Now and again. Well. I mean, if you're going to do tobacco in any, I don't really have a defence for this, to be honest. No, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying, if you do it, do it, you know. It's one, I, of, the, it's one it. of those things, it's like, I've never smoked whatsoever. But. You should, uh, you should start smoking. What? I, less people have died from snuff than tobacco, than smoking. Thank you very much indeed. Very strange vibe in the show this evening. Have you noticed? Very, very strange vibe going on. Um, I don't know how to, people on Twitter going, dark show tonight, Ian, but you can turn it around. I don't know if I can, partly because I'm in a, I'm in a really shitty mood and I don't know, um, I don't know why. I have no reason to be. Um, um, uh, let's have a break. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on talk radio. I love, I love it when someone sends me abuse, right, on Twitter, and I click on their timeline to, to, to find out a little bit more about the person. Someone called Red Rum just tweeted me. You really are a self-entitled, boring C-word, right? Clicked on their Twitter feed, scrolled through it. From August the 1st. Same guy to me. Love you, man. <laughs> Wow, um, that uh, that uh, ended dramatically. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Alan. Hip 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 hip, Alan. Oh, I wish you was in Blackpool next week. You wish I was in Blackpool. Twitching on me illuminations. What are you talking about? The Blackpool illuminations. Oh, the illuminations on next Friday. Well, um, they, uh, uh, yeah. Is that still a thing? Yeah, people come to Blackpool to see it every year. Uh, I've seen the Blackpool in illuminations, and um, and I like Blackpool. Um, I, I I do like it, but the illuminations. I saw we drove past them, right? And yeah. um, I said, "Oh, we must keep an eye out for the Blackpool illuminations." And my friend said, "Oh no, that 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 was them. That was them." 
It's a bit ropey. All right. Oh, God, I'm going on holiday to Roberts next week. Oh, you're good. so you're actually going to go and uh, and uh, see it. That's fantastic. I'm and... going to be seeing them switched on. Well, th- who's switching them on? We don't know. Well, I thought it might be you. Well, it isn't me. Hey, Alan, here's something I never thought I'd do. I'm going to ask you for advice on the show. Is that all right? There's a dark vibe running through the show this evening. It's very dark. Uh, uh, it, it is. It is. Uh, um, it, 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 it's a miserable, a miserable show, right? And I want to kind it's only, of. Uh, it's only forty minutes to eleven. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I can turn the show around. And the first we were jinxed because one of the first calls was uh, a very kind lady phoning up saying last night's show was the best I've ever done, uh, we, uh, and I have a strong feeling. That tonight's show could therefore be the worst I've ever done. Be a stinker. Could I be? mean, it started yes. with Ray Dillick wearing that hashtag. Yep, yep, yep. Well, so I I, mean, maybe I was too harsh to that guy. Maybe I was too harsh to him. I don't know. But I just, I, I do think that if you're, if you're, I, I don't understand how, I, you know, we want to get a hashtag trending. Hey, but um, his heart was in the right place. In fact, I'm going to apologise yeah. to him on. T- uh, hang on a minute. Let me let me uh, apologise to him on Twitter. Let's do that. That will clear some of the vibe. Yeah. That will clear some of the vibe. And I'm here's the thing. Here's one of the great things I learned, um, uh, Alan, is I learnt how to say sorry. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't cost a lot, but it means a lot. It does. Learning how to say sorry um, is. Um, hang on a minute. Where has he gone? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Right, there we go. To Ray. Sorry if I was a bit harsh. I'm in a mood. Good, good luck. Good luck with things. And then he put good luck with your hashtag, and then that would have sounded sarcastic. There we go. Uh, there we go. So that, that the, vi- oh, hang on a I just feel the vibe lightning ever so slightly, Alan. Oh, this is a good sign. The, vi- the, vibe, the vibe is starting to lighten a little bit. I know what we need. We need what? to... We need, Alan, to... Um, hang on a minute. We need to move the show from the studio into... Um, the bridge of the Star Trek Starship Enterprise. Here we go. Ship is done. Yeah. We go. The vibe's lightning a little bit, Alan. It's lightning. It sounds like you're about to uh, you're about to shoot your load as well. I need the poem, but I live in Crystal Scotty. I can't, I can't push it any further, Captain. She can't take it. Hang on a minute, that wasn't a Star Trek line. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. The vibe is lightning slightly, guys. Pray for um, a, a, a lighter vibe. Pray for a lighter vibe. Here comes Anthony. Hi, Ian. How are you? Sweet God. Hello, man. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, I'd just like to talk about politics and how people view themselves in relation to the political process we've got here. I'd just like to remind people that this country is not a democracy. It's a constitutional monarchy. Hang on a second. Here's here's what's happening to the vibe. 
crashed on takeoff. Never mind. Yes, Anthony. Okay, I shall continue if I can. Continue, yeah. vous, vous plaît, monsieur. Yeah, it's a constitutional monarchy without a constitution. Uh, British people are not citizens, they're subjects. The state institutions which are meant to protect them do not swear to serve them. They swear to uh, serve the constitution and the monarchy. I have nothing against the queen of this country in any way whatsoever. I find it very very uh, boring and uninteresting. And I hate having them forced down my neck, but I don't hate them, you know? So, you know, is there anything you'd like to talk about in relation to what I've just said, Ian? Yes, there is. I have one question. Go on. What do you do for yes. fun? What do I do for fun? Oh, I drink. Oh, I'm not drinking tonight. Thank God, you know, I need a rest. Oh, I go fishing. Oh, I have a motorbike. And a car. Um, I don't play the Xbox. <laughs> uh, right, um, I, um... I bought a scooter recently. I did my CBT, and I got a scooter mm. recently. Um, and Lovely, yeah. One, two, five, CC. And it is yeah, yeah. the most fun you can have travelling, isn't it? It's beautiful, yeah. But I love it. Be very careful. Be very careful. Oh, yeah. mate, listen. Trust me. Um, I, uh, I am very, very careful on it. I've not yet mm. mastered the art of, um, weaving in and out of vehicles and getting to the front of cars at traffic lights. Do you know what I mean? Because I see motorbikes going in more, between and it's tricky. You need more acceleration for that, Ian. Oh, no. Safe. Hey, no, no, no. Hang on a second, Anthony. This, um, uh, Aprilia right. that I've got, right? It's got the right. acceleration. It's a one, two, five. It's got the acceleration. Oh, it's nice. Oh, it? it's got. It's not. You know, a little fifty cc wouldn't do it. It's got the acceleration. But I, I mm. need. Um, can you get? You'll know this. Can you get? I'm waking up now. Can you get like? Um, you know, cats um, have whiskers, right? And that tells mm. them whether they can fit through a gap or not. Yeah. Mm. Can you get that for motorbikes and scooters, like whiskers? That tell like you the sixth sense. Like yes. Like no, that's you know, like a sort of Bruce Willis, I don't know, navigational aid which you just yes. take for granted and Yes, that can you tell you whether you can fit through a gap or not. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's confidence. That's confidence. Aye. Yeah. Well that's... And, that, and that is about another year from you, but I think you'll get there. Well thank you. I don't and have I... the confidence yet to go on very high flyovers. I no, um no. I went on the um Chiswick. The Chiswick flyover, I did that, mm. and I... Uh, no, I didn't do that, because that's still motorway, isn't it? The Chiswick flyover. Well, yeah. That's yeah. motorway, so I didn't do that one. I did um, right. uh, the Hammersmith flyover, uh, and I mm. cacked my pants. Well, that'd be fair to go. That, that, that would be anything to do with your riding skills. That'll be just innate in you. That'd be a fear of heights. Yeah, it is. I've got as I get um, older, my fear of heights is growing, which is uh, which is terrible. News. Mm, yes. mm, mm. I'm sure you'll get over that. I hope so. But, but I'm anyway, a lot back of fun to my it. my point. Oh, yes. I'm just so sick of people taking uh, views that they have our democratic rights here. They don't. No, we're all slaves. We have nothing. We don't have a bill of rights. No. Nope. 
You're taking away the ECHR when we get out of Europe and we'll have nothing. We're slaves, Anthony. We're slaves to the ry- we rhythm. Are. We're subjects. We are subjects. Not, we not we subjects. might as well make the most of it. Well, we do. Well, then good. You know, uh, I'm happy with it. I think I am as well. Then, then... I'm not a political person. <laughs> I, well, then let's celebrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't really care who who's in the Westminster Parliament, whatever they want to call it. No. They'll change, but the people and the no. establishment, which is always there, will always be there here. What do you what do you make of the, um, the lizards, the shape-shifting lizards? Do you buy into that? Of course I do, yeah. Yeah, I've seen one. I, I, I swear to God... I was in a pub garden one day, and this guy came in, and I just looked at him, and I knew he was wrong. Don't ask me why. It was innate. I just felt it. And do you know what? His tongue came out about five inches. I swear to God this happened, yeah? Yeah. And then he just looked at me. He knew I'd seen it, and then it went back in again. And I didn't give it... I didn't care. I I wasn't scared, and I was just quite amazed. I'll give it that. How much did you have to drink? no, I'd only just started. Oh. <laughs> it was the very, very beginning, yeah. Wowzers. And then he got off and he left. Yeah. I would have thought and he would have happened. killed you, though, if you'd been a witness to his shape-shifting no, he abilities. he just wanted me to see, because I was looking at, at him. I, I found him Flippin very strange. You weren't scared um, by that? I, not in the slightest. He just wanted me to know that he was something else underneath that human form. You know, that I would find uncomfortable. Um, maybe he he just wanted to make me feel more curious, but that actually happened. Yeah. And that's not a lie, yeah. I, I believe it. I totally, totally believe it. That I wasn't expecting... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. exactly. No, if that, I, I yeah. wasn't expecting that answer. That's truth. So, whether he was a lizard or something else, he could have been a fawn, he could have been anything, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have been Pan, the great god Pan. We could have been. It's, unli- it's unlikely, though, that you saw the, the Greek god Pan. I might too, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd love to. Anthony, I've got to move on. Pan. Thank you, mate. I enjoyed that. There we go. Um, here's the thing, guys. This is the late-night phone-in show that you wanted. This is what you've got. This is it. 0344 499 1000. We're going to, we're going to, lift, we're going to try and lift the vibe, guys. We're going to try and lift the vibe. It's good. We can do this. Together, if we um, uh, summon up the energy, I'm going to lift the vibe by going for a wee during uh, the news. That's that is happening. That is happening. Um, if you want to give us a call, the switchboard is now clear. Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can call in about absolutely anything you want. This is the Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. She won't go out with me, no. She won't go out cause my intellect's paper thin. She won't go out with me, no. She won't go out since my intellect's not like him. So Yeah. 
folks have got a song for every occasion, guys. For every occasion. We're trying to lighten the vibe. Here's Paul from Liverpool. Oh, that was beautiful, Ian. I enjoyed that. I loved it. Sparks, one of the greatest bands of all time. Ian, I discovered the best medicine that the world had to offer today. Hello? What, what, what? That wasn't a question. You made a statement. Continue. Yeah. Yeah, I went to the beach in New Brighton, you know, near Liverpool. It's a beautiful beach there, and the sun was shining. Not too hot. I like a little bit of cloud cover. I don't like too strong sunshine. But someone had built this pirate ship out of, uh, you know, just driftwood. But it was incredibly well done. I mean, it had masts, it had uh, sails on, it had rigging. And there was a gang of kids there. There must have been 30 kids under the age of 10. And they occupied this pirate boat as pirates. And half of them become attackers. And it was like this spontaneous opera on the beach. They were fighting each other for control of this ship. And it was just so joyous to see kids being kids, you know. It's just fantastic. Young kids are just fantastic. What they are fantastic. They, are, they are fantastic. And I've got two boys myself. Um, I was wondering um, yeah. uh, why you think I'm a bad dad. Uh, I don't think you're a bad daddy. I don't know what sort of dad you are, but I, I know we. Yeah, you made you made you made you you, you tweeted, um, uh, you tweeted yesterday, uh, implying yeah. that I was a bad dad. Well, <laughs> we can all improve, Ian. No, no, no. The implication was not that I could improve; that I was a bad dad. Yeah, but I knew that would hit you, you see, because you were trying to hit me with some nasty No, did, no, it didn't hit me. I just thought, I just thought it was, it didn't, no, it didn't hit me. Just, I feel, every one of those tweets, I've muted well, you now, but I feel sad for you. I'll read it out for those who missed it. I wish oh, I could say, told yourself, Ian. I wish I could say you were an ex-junkie, Ian. Come on, be a good dad, get clean. Yeah, that's a good, that's good advice, that, Ian. That's excellent it's advice. It's not, and you, when did you get, you, I know you're a doctor, but you're not a med- medical doctor, are you? Uh, no, 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 no. So you, you, you're, the reference for those who don't get it—that me getting clean and being a junkie—that's a reference to the antidepressants I take. Well, I mean, I know you get very defensive about these, Ian, but it would be better for you if you got off them. I think. No, it wouldn't, it, because it's my medicine. Well, you say that, but like smackheads say, smacks their medicine. It's not this itself. So why because you, I take because I no no don't listen. We got all night. Paul. Go don't rush. So because okay. I take a medicine that um, stops my, that, that aids, and I'm not going to be taking it forever, of course not, it's, it's, it's temporary, but yeah, because yeah. I take a medicine that um, helps um, um, uh, relieve the tension that I feel and helps lift the blackness and, and more often than not stops me wanting to kill myself, because I take that medicine, I'm a bad dad. Could you explain that, Paul? Yeah, yeah, you're being a bit delusional because it's not helping you in. You think it's helping you. It's not. It's actually making your condition worse. I mean, it's triggering off bad nightmares. We know that. We know you've got suicidal uh, mood swings. And we also know that you, now you're starting to put on body weight, which is going to lower your self-esteem. So it's not good, Ian. It's not helping you. If you got off that medicine, right, I don't think you need that medicine. I mean, I can hear your soul, Ian. There's nothing wrong with you. You're, the problem for, with you, Ian, is the medicine. Um, Return, sir. Yep, okay, sure. Far-right politician 
Ha ha! Now you want to? What are you trying to discredit me now? Because I've caught you kicked out. out of party for saying. No. Here's the thing I've discovered with you, Paul. I don't. So I don't need. To, I don't. don't I, Paul. The Paul. Fake news. Paul. Don't you, I'm going to read it, and you can news. come. I'm going to read it, and you can come back. We've got. We've got all it's night. If it's, news, we've got all night. If we take. If it takes. But uh, here's the thing. Yeah. I've yeah. discovered. I don't need to do anything to to ruin your image. You you do it yourself. Let's just read this. Far right politician. Kicked, kicked out of party for saying Liverpool Football Club cursed by God for supporting yes. gay pride. That's a far-right politician... Is, it, is this true or is this fake news? Fake news. OK. A far-right politician has been far kicked right. out of his party of after claiming Liverpool yeah. FC were cursed by God for promoting homosexuality. That's true, that's true. It was, so hang on, how do we, so we're cherry picking what's true and what's fake news, are we? Well, I wasn't kicked out the party. I mean, that, that statement that okay. I made. All right, that was, let's that carry was on with the story. Let's, Facebook, let's get with the English Democrat Paul Rimmer. Yes, yes. Was widely condemned after making uh, alleged <laughs> homophobic remarks on his public Facebook page. The Ooh, former blah, blah, UKIP blah. candidate, an ex BNP activist. Yeah, um, yeah Ex BNP. You like that, don't you? That 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 stares that, that something in you. I love that. Come on. XBM, former UKIP candidate and ex-British Nationalist Party activist. Yeah, yeah. Said, quote, From the Bible, sodomy yes. defiles a nation. Those yeah, who yeah. promote it will be punish- punished and vomited out of the land. It's a good start, yeah. Yeah. The 52-year-old, who was the English Democrats candidate in St. Michael's in May 20, uh, a few years ago, told the Echo he intended to stand for the party. And it did. It stood as mayor twice. And police commissioner. A lot of votes. Let me read another quote. That's, uh, that quote that I did from Scripture, that's spot on, that, Ian. I didn't, that's uh, the word of God I'm speaking there, mate. Okay. That's not my opinions that's the way no 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 I, I, don't you worry i'll i'll, I'll, I'll get i'll get to your opinions mate. i'll get to your opinions you mock me but the lord will not be mocked every here's another quote from you everyone yeah. knows homosexuality is wrong of course they do but now we have to pretend it's nice and normal yeah. and anyone who points out it's a perversion is evil that's, this is well, a deep weird, let it? me finish this is a deep moral and spiritual sickness in our nation. Yeah, yeah. And how. His other social media posts include criticism of the BBC for being totally unpatriotic, anti-Christian, and yes. anti-white. Yes. Anti-white. What does that mean? Yes. Uh, they've got it down on white people. And worshipping sodomy and blackness. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's the wrong thing to worship. What's blackness? in the nation. Blackness is well. It's the opposite of whiteness, I suppose. Ian. I don't know what it means. You'll have to be. You'll have to be. Okay. Speak to me like a minute, Paul. You've got you've got racial prejudice, right? Hello. I'm, I, d- d- uh, it's not a quiz. Carry on. Go on. Yeah, you got racial prejudice. You can have prejudice of white people against black people, but you can also have reverse racial prejudice. But then you can have this strange uh, phenomenon, which is like white self-loathing, which the BBC used to exhibit, but I don't think the BBC is that white anymore. And that's about whites hating themselves and being racially prejudiced against themselves, which is a strange phenomenon. Um, it's all demonic, Ian. Black people work at the BBC as well. I've, se- I've seen one. Oh, yeah, of course um, you do but, now, yeah. Um, you but this thing, everyone knows, everyone knows, everyone, everyone knows know. homosexuality is wrong. Of course they do. 
Sodomy, homo-sodomy is damaging to the body. It's a violence against nature. It's not right, Ian, and you know that. How do you know it's, it's, it's not right? Have you tried it? No, because we have a book called the Bible, which is the Word of God, and I believe that's Every, But that statement us. is wrong. Everyone knows homosexuality is wrong. That statement is simply incorrect, because obviously... Not everyone knows Morally it's, wrong. it's wrong. We all know it's wrong. But look, look, Ian. What, what morally, it's wrong. Why is it? Why is it? Why okay, is it morally explain. wrong? Well, it's unnatural, isn't it? To start with. Do you know that forty percent? I heard this statistic the other day. Yes. Forty percent of male sheep. Yes. Only have sex with other male sheep. Did you know that? Uh, no, I've never it's true. It's statistically true. Sheep. I used to work on a sheep farm. I've never seen that. Couldn't give a couldn't give a toss. It's absolutely true. So it's <laughs> it, homosexuality is runs rife throughout the animal kingdom. Well, what are your eyes for, Ian? My eyes are for looking at dicks. I don't know. What do you want me to say, Paul? I'm not doing. I'm not doing twenty questions. Your eyes are tell for me. Seeing. Tell me what why... is your sperm for? What's your seed for? Why, why was it created? Your seed to go up on the men's backsides? No, it was there to, to fertilize an egg. That's the natural product of your seed. That's what you're there so for. So because because of because of that um, schoolyard argument. Everyone knows homosexuality yeah. is wrong. No, it goes beyond that. We know it's wrong because it's a, it's men and women are compatible with each other. They come together and they bear fruit. They have children. Men and men are not compatible with each other. It's not natural. A far right politician. Oh, that's just a label. It's an empty label. Here. Well, I would say BNP and English Democrats are far right parties. No, well, I've never been regarded myself as far right. Well, no, you haven't, but you were a member of the BMP, and you used to love Nick Griffin. Uh, I I did actually admire him for a time. A far right politician is to sue Merseyside police. Yes, for flying for flying a. let, Let me finish, Paul. For flying a gay rights flag. Above Not a police a gay right station. Flag, a gay flag, a gay flag. What's a gay flag? We, I, I went in to inquire what the flag was. And I said, what's that flag above the police station? Because they used to have the union no, flag there. No, you didn't. What's a gay, what's said, a gay flag? It was a rainbow flag. I, I'd heard of the Rainbow Coalition, which was a Greenpeace movement. English Democrat. This is going back a few years. Paul Rimmer, who yeah. failed in his bid to become mayor of, Li- of Liverpool was arrested after an argument in Toxteth Admiral Street Police Station over the flying of the iconic rainbow flag. Yes. Uh, City leaders today condemn Mr Rimmer's actions and praise the flag, uh, praise the police for flying the flag. (laughs) That's comical, isn't it? On international... (laughs) You okay? Yes, fine. On international day against homophobia. Oh, God. (sighs) I mean, you Today, Mr. Rimmer you, denied he was homophobic, saying the police are supposed to represent all sections of society and not discriminate in favour of particular groups. Here, here. Let's have a listen to this. Listen to English Democrat justify his racist and homophobic remarks. Oh, confronted by the Liverpool <laughs> Echo hey, you've got a, got a lot of good research here, Ian. There we go. Let's have a listen to this. This is a reporter phoning you up. Let's have a listen to this. This is good, this. Go on, Ian. Let's play. Hang on a minute. I'm going to play it. Uh... 
rock and roll, hey. And now you're singing Gary Glitter. Oh, because um, someone had forwarded a bunch of um, screenshots from Facebook with um, some um, some posts by you, which yeah, very dodgy to be honest. Um, yeah. The, one of them says all the Muslims are going home and we can all relax again. Um, yeah. There's, just in case you missed it, there's a, a, a post you've, you've put, I, don't know if it's, I think it's Twitter. All the yeah. Muslims are going home and we can all relax again. What do you mean by that? Relax. Well, we're under threat. Interesting, you chose to sing a song up there about gay sex. That's, um, relax. Freud, Freud yeah. would have a well, field day. That's about gay sex, that song, Paul. <laughs> Yes, I know that. I'm not naive, you know that. Yeah, I think, uh, obviously, I, I think have a the, the Muslims are our enemies. They view us as the enemy, the West, and they've come to displace us and replace us. And so we're under threat, Ian, and if they went home, we'd all relax, and we know we're under threat. Okay, let's listen to, let's carry on. It's time to purge, time to rid our yeah. land of all the trash who've polluted our people of England. Yeah. Time to rid our happy land of all the trash who have bel- uh, polluted our beloved England. Here, here. So you stand, you stand by those things? Of course I do. It's just oh. common sense. Okay. Um, well, there's trash in the country. Oh, yeah, so you I stand... Mean, you, hang, on, Paul, hang on a second. You stand, yeah, by, you stand by both of those things. All the Muslims are going, we can relax, and it's time no, for No, that birds. was a joke. That was a joke. I have no power. The Muslims aren't going. That was a joke. But, but you'd like I that. Mean, I, you'd like that. Well, people did respond positively. That people do want to relax. Here. It's time for a purge. Time to rid our happy land of all the trash you've polluted our beloved England. You stand by that, yeah? Well, well who wants trash? Okay, let's carry on. Let's carry on. Just attract me. Hang on. Wondering why you were making those sorts of comments. Uh, oh, by the way, do you mind if I record the phone conversation? Just no, no, no. Cool. Who's all talking cheek, really? Right. Just a joke. It's all tongue in cheek, really. Of course, it's tongue in cheek. Just a joke. Of course, it is. You're a horrific man. You're not a Christian. <laughs> I genuinely think, Paul. Oh, I genuinely yeah, think. That I genuinely think. Lock in. Hand on like heart. That you are. You are like unwell. Being blown to pieces. Ian. Ian. I don't do like do people being blown. Being blown to pieces. What, what, what do you think? What I think, you... Paul. I love kids being blown to pieces. Yeah, what a stupid happy, question. What a stupid you never question. Tried to stop the people coming in, did you? You never tried to stop the murderers coming into this country. Because most I mean, of, hang on a minute. The, most of the terror. The guy that did the Paul. Listen to yourself. Yeah. You're spouting BMP rhetoric. No, I'm not. Most the, truth, the guy Ian. that did the bomb at Manchester Arena Someone was BD, yeah. was born here. You. He was Pudding. from Libya. He was, he was a Libyan refugee. All right, he was from Libya, but most of the others were born here. No, they weren't. I mean, those guys in Spain the other day, they were from... I'm Morocco. not they talking about those ones. Island. I'm talking about the ones here. The Ian, kids are being killed across Europe. Paul. People are being murdered across Europe. Paul. We don't want it, Ian. Paul. We don't want people to be murdered. And Get you're... real. Paul. Stop taking jokes out of people's lives. Kids are being blown up. Kids are being maimed. It's not a joke, Ian. You're a thoroughly unpleasant. It's not a joke, and it's not a, it's not a thing for slander. Kids are losing their lives, and you need to hold. You need to take responsibility for that. You're letting the people in who are doing it. You're backing the people who are doing it. You're a hideous man, Paul. No, it's not. The people are the hideous ones. Are the ones who are killing the kids, and the ones who are enabling them to kill our kids. They're the hideous ones, Ian. You are a disgrace to the no, Christian faith. No, the disgrace faith. is the politicians who have allowed these people into our country to kill us 
and to maim us. And there's going to be more, Ian. There's going to be more bombings, more killings. You and we've got to take action. You Christians a great disservice. Oh, no, no, Ian. You are playing a game, mate. You're not facing reality. People you are being killed. You do Christians a great disservice. Oh, Your soul is very dark. You are a hideous... Hideous you, man. Ian, are a junkie. And I, I don't take don't... you seriously, mate. And you I... are a self-confessed junkie. No one takes you seriously, Ian. You are a self-confessed junkie. That's how you just self-describe yourself on Twitter. So you have no right to judge anybody because you are living on a drug. You're just a drug speaking, just candy talking. That's all it is. You've got no soul, mate. Your soul's buried under a heap Paul? of drugs. Be Paul? real, Ian. Let your soul out, man. Get rid of the drugs and let your soul out. Stop pretending that you need these stuff because you don't. Paul? (laughs) You are one of the worst people. I have... He's put the phone down. One of the worst people I have ever had the misfortune and displeasure to speak to. You are a disgrace to this country to the fantastic city of liverpool and to the christian faith people who don't like christians it's it's partly because of people like you because they assume all christians are like you and i know they're not i don't have a problem with christians at all i also don't have a problem with jews or with muslims um to imply that (laughs) Somehow, the, the the terrorist atrocities, I'm connected. What, you, what you've heard there, dear listener, is the ramblings of a very, very dark soul. A very dark soul indeed. And I hope that Paul doesn't call this show anymore. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Evening, Kyle. Evening. How are you doing? Ian? I'm good, thank you, mate. Are you? Hang on a minute. You always seem to come on after Paul from Liverpool. Well, do you know what? It's really weird because I was actually ringing because I was hoping to speak to him. Oh, why do you want his number? <laughs> well, I was going to say. Well, well, I don't know. You want to well, go and hang out with him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, can, can I just say, I, 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 um, I, I, what I wanted to say at the end of that phone call to him before he put the phone down was, "Don't call me again," um, uh, because, uh, but I don't like. Here's the thing, Carl. I don't like banning people. Right? I don't like banning mm. people. But I don't think. By the way, that's your podcast tomorrow, Haley. Thank you very much. Um, I don't know where else we can go with him. You know. But he will call and he will listen. Or vice versa. Do you see what I mean? Mm. I think. Yeah. I, I don't even know if he listens to the show because he. Uh, uh, um, anyway, it, it doesn't matter. I don't know. No. It doesn't matter. Anyway, what did you, well, you, you want to say to him? Well, the, another thing was well, there are two things, and one one which is a bit lighthearted, and one which is a bit serious. But the lighthearted bit was. Is uh, it about the? Are either of these about the DWP? Uh, <laughs> no. Oh man, come on! That's your that's your catchphrase. That's your good material. Is the DWP? What was going on last night, though? That was mental. <laughs> it's a proper late-night phoning show from the 90s last night, wasn't it? That, that, I did actually think of re- doing a re-edit of Revolution Number 9, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very special. Um, 
No, so the because I watched obviously I did the hospital radio thing a couple of years back, yeah. and he sounds like the vicar from Hospital People, is it called? You know the sort of comedy thing on BBC One. Oh, I don't, know, like a, I don't know that. A comedy vicar, and oh. he, and he's always he's a scouser. He was always trying to be dead funny, and he sounds exactly like him. Well, yeah, well, maybe, maybe I don't. Know. But, it's a strange but, world, but the, isn't it? But the serious bit was, and I'm not. And this this might be quite dark, and you might be like, "Oh my god!" You hey, listen, there's a dark vibe tonight, anyway, and I, I can't lift it. However, an hour and a half into the show, I cannot lift this dark vibe. Well, this uh, well, well, this probably won't lift it. Anyway, but the, the thing is, right? I'm not a great Bible scholar or whatever. But there is a um, so you know the thing you were saying about the the sheep, and he was talking about the things in the Bible. It's true. I heard that the other day. I think I heard that on um, the on Radio Four, um, of course, promoting homosexuality on the Museum of um, Curiosities. Is that a program? Uh, yeah, yeah, the I th- I heard, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it. I heard it on there. Yeah, so, so so I didn't know that, but the 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 thing is, in the Bible there is one bit, and don't ask me. Yeah, got lots of odd bits of the Bible I know about, yeah. but there's one bit where it talks about, um, and this is really dark, and feel free to cut me off. Uh-oh. But it talks about like incest, yeah. and it's like the, oh yeah, it's a, bit uh, of bit of that. a king yeah. who basically does it with his daughters. Yeah, I think it's a lot, maybe different times uh, back then, uh, Kyle. Different times. But is that is that how he would have? I, I, I'm genuinely asking the question: Is that how Paul would have justified that? By now, well, that was a different time then. It, it, well, it, listen, he's not here. Uh, well, who knows? But here's um, here's an exciting thing for radio fans. Next week, okay. Jeremy Vine's going to be on the show. Cool. I'm going to go and meet Jeremy Vine. And tomorrow, uh, 11 o'clock, tomorrow, 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 uh, we're going to play out the interview I did with Diddy David Hamilton. Um, <laughs> geez, hang on a minute. Can I just hang on a minute? Can I just go on Periscope? Hang on. You're listening. Like, D- David Bab- yeah. Babcock is doing yeah, the well, late night alternative alternative on Periscope. <laughs> on the show tonight, we're talking about. Oh. Um, anything. Anything you like. Right, so, yeah, I'm t- tempted to ban him for a week. Um, yeah, D- David Hamilton's on the show tomorrow night, and it's a really geeky chat, and I think, I think you'll enjoy it. I think it's, uh, I know he's been, has he been doing things for his new book? He's been doing things for his, his book is good, right? Here's the, 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 the criticism I have with the book is it was, it's quite slight. Um, it's a really good read. I really enjoyed it, but I read it in an afternoon and I would have wanted a little <laughs> bit more meat, but it was a good read. And, um, he was a nice bloke and he was doing that thing that a lot of these, um, heritage artists do. He was waiting for the punchline. He was waiting for me to take the mic. And afterwards he said, um, I, I Googled you and I, I was, I, I, you know, I know who you are and what you've done. And I was really worried you were going to take the mickey out of me. And, um, and uh, the people, we, we, he, he works for a radio station, which we mentioned in the interview. And, and the people there were going, yeah, he came in this morning and he was really nervous about the interview. You know, this guy's 78, I think he's 79 years old, you know. And, um, uh, and I, you know, and the interview is dripping with affection with some great stories. And also, interestingly, halfway through, he has to go because he has to um, go and do an interview on BBC Kent about um, Bruce Forsyth, who just died an hour or so mm. before. And I, we kind of get get to hear a bit of that. It was just a really interesting hour or so in his company. I really enjoyed it. That's tomorrow night at 11. Oh, that'll be, that'll be cool. There was the, um, the bit I remember from a, from a 
sort of old DJ point of view, there's a, a friend of mine used to work at Channel Four. Yeah, and he uh, he got to uh, work with Fluff Freeman to do all the links for. Oh. You know, they did these. Um, you know, these nostalgia nights. Yeah, whatever, yeah, and yeah. Fluff would do all the links, and he was given the task of looking after him and recording all the links with him. Yeah. Then he says he just came in with such a star or a big fur coat. Of course he did. Hat. Oh, of course he did. Fantastic. <clears throat> That's what we want. Playing the part. I tell you what's interesting in the, the David Hamilton book. He talks about Jimmy Savile. And uh, in, a, in an era when Jimmy Savile has been whitewashed from history, uh, I said to him, I said, it was a really bold thing to do a chapter about Savile. Um, uh, and he, he, he does it, he, he does it, he uses the word, I hope, he says, I hope, uh, I hope you found it written sensitively. And it was, it's, it's, it was interesting. But, um, yes, we've got in tomorrow night. No, okay. I shall look forward to that. That'll, be, that'll be a lighter vibe. Carl, thank you very much. Cheers. Tutty bye. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Ben, stay there. Come to you after this. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. By the way, guys, you can listen to us by uh, retuning your DAB radios by um, downloading the Talk Radio app. Or by going online at www.talkradio.co.uk. Me and Catherine. Catherine is back next week. We are doing um, a whole tour of our other podcast. A new one came out today. It's called The Rabbit Hole. Um, and it's uh, a phone-in show. Oh, surprise. But it's done in front of an audience. It's done in front of... Record it in front of an audience. And so it's a phone-in show where the audience can chip in and you hear people laughing and booing and all kinds of stuff. And it's good fun. You can get them on iTunes or Acast or your usual podcast provider. Google um, The Rabbit Hole, Ian and it will pop up um but uh, we're doing a tour we're playing belfast next year uh belfast i've never been to ireland and the first time there to do a show how rock and roll um we are playing wolverhampton later in the year but shows you can get tickets for now uh brighton at the um um the the uh, is it the queen of brunswick i think it is or is it the, the, the something of brunswick pub in brighton that's nearly sold out that's in october there is scunthorpe we're playing scunthorpe um, and I think we've sold 11 tickets for Scunthorpe at um, Cafe Independent. Um, and we're also doing Hull. Oh, I think we sold four tickets in Hull at Cardamom 94. Uh, the next one, though, and it's our only London show this year, and we had kind of a big run of tickets recently. Um, it's on Sunday, September the 17th, and it is part of the uh, podcast festival, and it's at King's Place. It's Sunday evening, 7 o'clock, King's Place, um, uh, in London. And as always, we stick around afterwards. If you want pictures done, if you want to shake hands, if you want to, you know, put money in our pockets, we're, we're there for that. We've tried to keep all the shows about tenner. That one's, I think, 1250 because of the booking fee. Um, if you want tickets for that, Google, um, Rabbit Hole, King's Place, Ian Lee, Bishy Bashy Boshy. It comes up. It comes up. Oh, and one final thing. And this is the thing I'm, I'm most excited about. I'm doing a performance art piece. I know. On uh, It's the end of September. It's a Saturday in a bookshop in um, North London. Um, and basically, I'm going to play the radio in the dark for an hour. You come in. You lie on the floor. You sit on the floor. It's going to be a complete blackout. And I'm going to play the radio. Now... 
Could be a complete and utter car crash. There, there is that distinct possibility. The radio is being delivered to me tomorrow, so I shall have a little rehearsal, but I'm going to play the radio. If you want tickets for that, ticketsource.co.uk slash ian-lee. Ticketsource.co.uk slash ian-lee. Or follow me on Twitter, at Ian Lee, and I just tweet about them all the bloody time. Oh, and uh, Jeff Lloyd is coming in maybe next week as well. Jeff Lloyd is coming in. Um, good evening, Ben. Hello, Ian. Hey, man, how you doing? All right, man. Long time. Long time. No call. L-T-N-C. Lutnik. <laughs> Lutnik. What you got for us, man? Uh, well, I just, um, you know, I just had that call with Paul when I felt it was finally time for me to phone back in. Yeah, because you, you, you agree hello. with everything he stands for and you thought I was too harsh on him. A hundred percent. I think you were completely wrong. And that guy is just on the level. <laughs> Top quality geezer. Um, isn't it funny what you can find when you type in someone's name in Google? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't type my name, man. Hey! Hey, anyway, yes. I, he got me thinking. Yes, sir. Do you remember, cast your mind back, yep. I phoned you and I told you about the tapir's penis. Oh, now remind me about the tapir's penis, because I've got a lot of penis information in my head, and <laughs> I, I'm struggling to, g- going through the roller decks, at ro- well, the roller dicks, <laughs> I can't find it, so can you, can you remind us, please, Ben? Right, well, the tapir penis was hilarious, because it's unbelievably ginormous. Google this at home, guys, it's fun for all the family, yes, it is. And, and it has a bit at the end, and it can grip onto things. Yep. So... I discovered a new animal penis. Oh, wowzers. This is, this is going to become a regular feature. Ben's animals' dicks, yes. Well, this would be the second in, in my... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yes. If you're ready, yep. uh, Google. Okay, I'm, I'm, hang on a minute. I'm, I'm booting up the computer. Google is there. Or Bing, if you're a Windows, Microsoft kind of guy. Yes. Bing. Right. Echidna penis. So, excuse me? A kid's penis? I'm not typing that no. in. That's all stupid. <laughs> no, that's on Once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> fool me once, fo- then fool on you. Me, fool me twice, then I'm, uh, it's you tree. Go on, do it again. What is it? <laughs> Maybe it's echidna. Okay, spell E-C-H-I-N-D-A. Echidna penis? Yes. I've never even heard of such creature. Oh, it's like a, it's a, a hedgehog. It's slightly hedgehog-esque. Oh, sweet dear God! <laughs> what the... First of all, the first thing that comes up is one shaft, four heads. Yes. Um, and then you... Cl- dear God! What the hell is that? Where does it... What? Jeez, have you got it? Have you got it in that side of the room, guys? Where does... Um, where does... Jeez. Okay, there's so many questions. <laughs> Um, where, where does, um, which one is fun, which one is viable? They're all viable. They're all four are viable? Yes, four helmets, one shaft. Flipping heck, man. Did I almost have you speechless for a second then? That is, I mean, that, what a dirty dog. <laughs> Let's read up on this. Um, uh, 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 one shaft, four heads, the echidna's penis. The echidna is an odd animal for many reasons. It looks like a cross between a hedgehog, a platypus, and an antina, anteater. Additionally, the females of this... Not mammalian... my auntina. Sorry, yeah, exactly. Additionally, the females of this mammalian species lay eggs, which is really rare. In fact, the only other mammal known to do this is the platypus. Platypus. Okay. 
So already we can see that these are special ickly cuties. But what is perhaps most bizarre about this little Australian waddler is its penis. It has four heads. Jeez, I mean, wow. That is the stuff of of either nightmares or, like, um, daydreams. I don't, I don't know. Probably Paul's sexual fantasies. I well, let's, well, let's not go there. He's not here to do that. Let's, let's, not, let's not go there. I don't want to be rude to the man now he's not here. But, um, well, thank you for that, Ben. That really is, um, that really is something most special. Well, uh, hopefully that slightly took you out of this dark cul-de-sac. Um, I think we'll end it there because it's getting uh, even darker. Ben, thank you very much indeed. Wowzers, there's, um, there's something you don't see every day. Unless you're a, a Mrs. Akidna, I don't know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The switchboard is empty, so now would be an excellent time to call the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. I tell you what we'll do. After twelve, uh, we'll take call straight to air. So Haley, you can sit back. We'll take call straight to air because it has been a very dark vibe tonight, and um, uh, 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 I don't. Uh, and maybe, maybe. So the way. Let me just explain because we're getting new listeners all the time. The way a phone-in show works is, um, you dial the number oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. It's uh, free for most of you. Pennies, um, it costs pennies at the most. You'll uh, speak to tonight. You'll speak to Haley, and she will take your name and number and give you a call back. And then you come on the air, and that's and that's that. Um, but when what I mean by taking calls straight to air is, um, you don't get a call back. Uh, I have a switchboard in front of me that's got ten lines uh, that, that can receive calls. You will call, still call in on the same number oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, once you, you you get through, it will start flashing on my screen, and I can just take the calls myself and and put them on. And there's no screening. We don't know who it is. It's it's kind of that. So let's do that after twelve for the last hour of uh, uh, uh of the show so if you call in between now and 12 you'll speak to Haley and she'll call you back if you call in after 12 it'll be called straight to air and i'm kind of hoping i'm kind of hoping that it um it lifts the vibe a bit because it's been a very heavy show it's been a very dark show now what may happen is um we may just get some really dark, straight-to-air calls. It may get even more macabre. You, I've got no way of knowing. It's entirely up um, to you how it goes. So we'll do that after midnight. In the meantime, let's have a look in the newspapers, shall we? Where's my... Um, oh, where's that... Um, hang on a minute. Where's... Uh, oh, there it is. If I... Uh, I... Uh, Oh, I've done something on my computer. I've done something on my computer, which means I can't... Is this... This is turned on, isn't it, John? The computer's turned on. Oh! Oh, it was... Ah-ha! Ah-ha! Ah-ha-ha! I'm sat there like an old man going, I've done something. Now, that... That one instance, that wasn't me that had done something. It was John. But every other time, when I'm at home, I'm still sat there going, what have I done? I've, I've turned off something somewhere. I can't, I can't wait for my kids to be old enough to do computers for me because I haven't got the foggiest, really. 0344 499 is the um, 
telephone number if you want to give us a call. Now, I write down these stories, and um, I don't really know... Um, what have I written down here? All right, okay. I mean, they're they're all... Here's the thing. All of the papers, the last couple of weeks, it's been rubbish. It's been absolute... You know, there's nothing really that's um, that's worth talking about. So excuse me while I go through some lightweight um, airtime filler fodder. Because that's all I got for you guys is airtime filler fodder. That's it. Um, Children should be able to... Parents have, have progress all mapped out. Children should be able to tie shoelaces at eight. Tie shoelaces at eight. My kids can't tie shoelaces. They're seven and five. And um, it annoys me. I'm sure I could tie my shoelaces at six. I remember sitting on the stairs in Monksfield Way on the Britwell Estate in Slough. I'm, I'm sure I could. Um, but hey, OK, so we've got to lay the table at nine. That's a bit late for dinner. That's a joke there. I'm doing a little joke there. Um... My seven-year-old can lay the table. I mean, not, you know, it's not silver service standard. You know, he, he, he can lay the table. And be trusted with a front door key at 14, a study claims. I had a front door key at 11. 10. I had a front door key at 10. Because uh, I was in the primary school. It was before we moved. And I used to have it on, um, like, one of those key rings that clipped onto my belt loop and it was um, a stretchy one. You know the stretchy ones? And I used to wear it in my pocket and it was also wicked. You probably can't use them at school now because you use it as a wicked weapon. Oh, I'm bringing my nunchucks in next week. Remind me. Remind me next week. Bring in the chucks in. And I'm going to do some wicked... If you're watching on Periscope, I'm going to do some wicked nunchuck action. I've been practising. I bought my boys, right, a pair of nunchuckers. They're, they're foam. Okay. Um... And I can't remember why, but I bought them some nunchuckers. And um, and I used to have some wood... I used to have loads of weapons when I was a kid, like throwing proper throwing stars that you could, you know, dip in poison and kill. And, and I had about four sets of chucks, wooden chucks. And um, the funniest thing, I sh- then... Sh- so these nunchuckers arrived, and I then showed the boys on YouTube... There is... You might have trouble calling Dennis back because his film doesn't take withheld... Uh, his phone doesn't take withheld numbers. Um... I then showed on YouTube. There's like a 12-minute montage of um, Bruce Lee using his nunchuckers from all the Bruce Lee films. So I showed that to the boys, and then I then I got them to do their Bruce Lee impression. Oh, it's the funniest thing, though. It is the funniest thing. They're totally going for it. Anyway, doesn't say what age children should have nunchuckers. I've made the decision of seven and five. Other milestones are being able to ride a bike at seven, (laughs) fold their clothes neatly at ten? Are you kidding? Kids at ten folding their clothes? And walk to school on their own by twelve. Let's go to Dennis. Evening, Dennis. Good evening, good evening. Good evening. Are you talking about what's been in the papers? I've been watching the paper this week about Diana oh. and all the things that's gone on there. But one thing that struck me... Still makes me sad. ...lady now taking over the Prince of Wales. What happened to her husband and her two children? 
They're non-people. You don't hear anything about them. What happened to them well, when she left them? I don't think she's had them bumped off, if that's what you're suggesting. Oh, no, it just seems that they're non-people. Nobody well, well, said anything about we... them. Well, no, hang on. Um, isn't isn't her son a chef or something? Her son does something. I don't know. That's what I said. Well, that's it. Anything about but but why should you? Funny. Why should you? She's in the she's in the limelight. No, wasn't it? No, they're pushing on about Diana. But, and as I say, the Prince of Wales said he was he didn't want to be the first Prince of Wales that didn't have a didn't have a, uh, a lady in the, on the quiet. <laughs> lady, yes. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he had this lady long before he was uh, he left Diana. Yes. And so I said, what, what's happened to her, her husband? He must feel a cuckoo, you know. He'd been cuckooed, hasn't he? Yes. Well, OK. And left two boys behind as well, and I thought, well, I don't know. Well, I don't think she... I mean, I think she's still... I don't, it's not like she's left two little nippers there. They're, they're grown men, her children. Oh, yes. But nevertheless. I mean, I had this business with my own man, just, you know, buggering off and leaving my mother and I alone. Yes. I know what it's like to be left alone No, like but I don't think... I don't think that Camilla... Has has buggered off and doesn't speak to her kids anymore. I'm sure she has. Uh, uh, I assume she has a fantastic relationship. Couples get couples get divorced and and m- marry other people and um uh, uh, um that I'm sure you know. I'm sure she has a, a gr- great relationship with her so. kids. And I heard that you were depressed about something, so I, I rang and I thought, no, I'm under depressive weather, so I bung off. No, we um someone was asking if you were dead the other day on Twitter. No, no, I'll tell them I'm not. Oh, tell okay. I'm not. Not yet. I'll tell them you're, that you're, you're not. If anything, you're sounding spunkier than usual. Well, I grew a beard and they decided it made me look too old, so I've shaved the damn thing off. That's the, that's the joy. I've got a beard. I'm wearing a beard at the moment, and, um, and um, I'm a bit bored of it, but I'll keep it for a bit, because it's, I might as well. But I know that when I shave it off, I'll look ten years younger. Yeah, but that's right. I don't look ten years old. I'm five, five years older, actually. No, no you're, you're a very, very old man, Dennis. I not, am a very, not, not long, not very old Not man. long to go now on life's journey. The, the, it's getting dark, nurse. It's getting yeah. very dark, nurse. Oh, no. Listen, I'm having the time of my life, brother. Okay. I don't regret any, any of my time in life. And I've had a the only thing oh. was I dirtied the bed the other night for the very first time. Okie dokie. Wowzers. Wowzers, Dennis. Thank you. Well, uh, um, um, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but these things... Um, I'm in 90 years. Well, that, thanks for sharing that with me. <laughs> Good night. All the best, there brother. There we go. Uh, it was in 92, 93. Um, if you dirtied the bed recently, 0344 499 um, There's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, parents are strict over... Whoa. WTF. Parents are strict over when a child should have a smartphone, with 12 being the landmark age. 12? Get stuffed. My seven-year-old is already asking for his own iPad. I said, yeah, sure, you can have an iPad. He said, oh, great, great. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're 18 years old, and you can pay for it, boy. Um... But lacks about letting a child of 16 watch X-rated movies on their own. We talked about Bruce Lee and the nunchucks. I was watching um, Bruce Lee movies when I was 10. When I was 10, they're X-rated. Proper boobies and everything in it. Boobies and um, hardcore violence. Hardcore violence. They say a child should be able to put their own clothes in the wash aged eight. Oh, come on, man. These are kids. Kids don't do nothing like that. They're a nightmare. An absolute nightmare. My boys have been away for a week. I, they, are, they have arrived home 
today. I didn't see them, but I will see them tomorrow. And here's what I know will happen, right? The boys haven't seen me for a week, haven't spoken to me for a week, right? Is I will get up at about 11, I will go downstairs, they'll be playing um, Lego City on the Xbox. I'll go, hey guys, nice to see you. You go, yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't talk to me until they get to a hard bit on Lego City. And then, then the video games master comes in to play. Um, Qualify for pocket money at nine and have all go to sleepovers at ten. Oh no, they've had sleepovers already. Now, I don't normally... This, these surveys are always done by a company, and I never normally um, say the name of the company, because I ain't, I ain't playing your game, guys. But I'm going to say the name of this company. Lars B. Anderson. That's the name of the guy that runs it. Of label firm, My Name Tags. So a company that prints name tags. And I know we've got you get name tags, because we've got, we iron them in the clothes, but... Um, Nope. Yeah, that was filler. That was a filler. That was a filler story, guys. It was filler. It was. It was all filler. Enough filler for now. Maybe we'll do more filler afterwards. There's another hour of this um, absolute guff and balls tonight. It's been a very, very um, dark vibe. A very dark vibe. Very hot in here as well. It's been a very dark vibe. So for the last hour of the show, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to sit here. And read filler stories, robosex, uh, Lego, sausages, um, and car sex are some of the um, stories, some of the delights that we've got to look forward to. I'm going to read filler stories and um, share my experience, strengths and hopes about them. And you have got an hour where anything goes, guys. You can call in. And you can um, take calls straight to air and um, do anything you want. And during the news, I'm going to have a, a, a chat to the people who are watching on Periscope. I'm going to have a nice... I'll bring you over here, guys, so you can you can have a little look at where the magic um, uh, happens. So don't call just yet. Don't, don't call just yet. Um, save your calls for after midnight when it will be calls straight to air. Okay, I'm going to give you the phone number to write it down, but save your calls. The phone number is as follows. 0344 499 1000. We will not be calling you back. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. We've got a seven second delay if we need it, but I won't need it, will I? This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm all thumbs, no action, attention, deficit, distraction, my brain operates on a fraction, all thumbs, no human interaction, I speak in typos, predictive text there, I spell check that, I stand
It's Imani. You've got to love Imani. Uh, you can buy that now. I think the album is out. Imani Coppola and uh, uh, FaceTime uh, Continuum. 0344. For a second, for a sinking second there, I thought I was giving out my home phone number. That's that's why I froze. I don't, I don't know my home phone number, but I thought, oh, is that my home phone? No, it's not. 0344 499 1000. Call straight to air. Now, I've turned the lights off. Um, it's been a very strange show this evening. Um, I suspect it, it, it will either get stranger or boringer. Uh, one of those two things. It's either become more strange, stranger or more boring. Okay, I, I I don't know which. I am powerless to uh, to know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. There's a phone line flashing on my screen. I touch it. I say line one. You're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. It's Angela. How are Hello, you? Angela. You're the person that told me about the ghost detector app on the iPhone. Yeah, I've still been. I've still got it. Yeah, I've got it. Uh, I'm, I'm, my, it. Here's the thing. My kids love it. Here's the thing, though, Angela. It started, mm. this is an app that tells you if ghosts are nearby and whether they're malevolent or not, right? Yeah. The app started by itself the other day. Yeah. That is freaky shiz, man. That is freaky. It is freaky, isn't it? Yeah, it is very, very freaky. It was in my pocket, and I pulled it out of my pocket, and the app had been activated. I don't know what. Maybe by, maybe by ghoulies. Um, or perhaps by a ghost. We just don't know. Hmm. Mm. I guess what? I've got the whole weekend to myself. Are you inviting me over for sex? No. Oh, I thought that's. I thought that's what that was. No. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I no. completely misread the signals again. <laughs> no, the boys are going on a camping trip. Okay. No, I've got the whole weekend. Do you fancy some it. sex with me? No, you can if you want. All right, beautiful. There we go. <laughs> There we go. It's my favourite kind of lover, the reluctant one. Yeah, if you fancy oh, it. Right, yeah. um, okay. No, I, I can't be bothered with sex these days. Um, um, no, no, me. It, it really is. A, isn't it a faff? It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah, it is a faff. Mm. So mm. what are you going to do this weekend then? Ghost hunt? I might do. Yep. Yeah, I've got some catching up to do. Because yep. I've, I've just been in my bedroom. I finished the bedroom off. Uh, you're doing what to the bedroom? Uh, I've, I've decorated oh, it decorate. and I've got a new carpet. Yeah, okay. I think now. Um, yeah, so you could, you could you finish that off. Um, maybe you could f- finish a ghost off. Yeah, that'd be good. That would have been it. Yeah, I might do that. All right then. Well, uh, let us know okay. how it goes. I will. Thanks. You have a nice weekend. And you too. Thank Bye you. For, hang on a second. It's only Thursday, isn't it? Thursday. We've got another day yet. It's another day of um, of the week to go. Um, Bank Holiday Monday. Bank Holiday Monday. We're going to do that. Do a show that we did before, uh, where we're going to have three call. Kath's back, um, so I'm going to bully her mercilessly. But we're going to have one caller per hour uh, on Monday show. We did it once before. It's kind of a, a rip off of the, the 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 beautiful anonymous podcast. Um, uh, so we'll have uh, you will phone in at the start of each hour, and Catherine will pick who she thinks will make the best. Um, uh, the the best uh, b- person to come on the show and talk. Uh, good evening, line two. You're on the wireless. Cream coloured ponies and crisp apple strudels. Doorbells. Sleigh bells and schnitzel with noodles. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to uh, line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, line three. 
Hi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi. Um, I'm Lewis. Uh, I'm just ringing to say that uh, I love your show and everything. And Thank like, you, Lewis. I rang it before, and um, I got really nervous. I think the last time I called in, he was in Manchester at uh, somebody's house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, was uh, that, that. We were at um, we were at Terry's house, weren't we? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I called in, but I sort of like well bottled it, you know. But uh, I just wanted to call in tonight and just say thank you to like everybody at Talk Radio, to you and to like Sam Delaney, well, even Julia. That's Sam Delaney. Sam Delaney, yeah, sounds good. Yep. Yeah, and John Holmes, and and you especially, and um, I just want to say thanks to you guys. Uh, Talk Radio, man, it's like it's the best station on the radio at the moment. Everybody at college, we we listen to it all the time. And, I'm just wanting to ring and say thanks, really. And I know you're talking about, you know, we're talking about nothing. And so uh, well, no, listen. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm, I'm glad you're um, you're enjoying it. Um, that's a, that's a good thing to um, to be enjoying. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, keep well, keep you. spreading the word. Um, keep I'm sp- trying. We w- we need more people listening. Yeah. Um, I, well, I tweet all the time and everything and you know, all that. <laughs> and, uh, well, Ian, man, like, seriously, like, from the bottom of my heart, man, cheers. I love you, brother. Take care, man. I'm glad you called. Thanks. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. Uh, let's go to line four. Four, you're on the wireless. It's Big Ben's bongs. No, it's not Big Ben's bongs. Someone's bongs. in now and I'm dead and that's it. Flipping heck. Okay, well they can stay there and we can go to uh, line two. Hello. Yeah, just turn the bells down a little bit, John, thank you. Yeah, hello, line two. Well, well, what the hell is that? I don't know, It's it's a ghostly bell. It's scaring the living daylights out of me, you know, and I, 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 I don't scare easily. Well, I, 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 I can't make the bell end. TV. Um, an Angela, please. Sorry? Yeah, an Angela, I'd like to speak to you. If, if Angela, if you're listening, can you ring back in, please? I'd like to speak to you. Why do you want to, why do you want to speak to Angela? Because she sounds like the one for me. <laughs> What, because she's alone this weekend? No, because she likes ghosts, and because she's alone this weekend. Um, Angela, if you're listening, ring in, line three. Uh, well, let's let's wait and see. Oh, uh, uh, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. There's always a slight delay between what we say and what uh, you know people actually hearing it. So let's see if if so you're Angela and you want to uh, call in then uh, and speak to David. Then um, let's wait and see. Can, can, just for tonight, can we call, call me Sexy David? You want me to call you Sexy David? Of course I will. Oh. Hello, Sexy David. 
sounds sound a bit weird when you call me that. Do you want to check out her new carpet? Oh, um, no. Um, I'd just like to speak to her about ghosts, actually. Okie doke. Angela? She's not, she's not, if I'm honest, she's not called back in. Which it implies to not. me she doesn't want anything to do with you, you patter thief. Right, right. Um, hey, Angela, my sweet heart. <laughs> That's jumping the gun a bit, isn't it? Right, um, well, I'm not very good. I'm still a virgin. I'm, I'm, I'm not very good with women. All right, Nancy. Um, what, would, what, would, what would you say? Nancy, I mean, no, Nancy, oh, you've done me there. Someone on Periscope is saying, how creepy is this bloke? Very. Shut, shut, shut up. What? Not you, not you, them. Oh, okay, fine. Um, well, um, what, what? no one, uh, uh, no, she, she's not calling in, and nobody's even phoning in pretending to be her. That's how bad things have got for you. This is an all-time low for you, David. Can, can you do a real, real big call out to her? What? I think that she's, mo- she's now on the chance of happiness. I need you to get her on. Right, well, no one's even calling in pretending to be her, which most of these idiots normally do. Can I do a, a message to her? Go on, then. Oh, you're not going to... Someone's saying bad cock's me making me miss Paul. Blimey. What, Paul the racist? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Go on, give, do your message. My sweet Andrew. Oh, I'm sorry, we didn't have time for it. Let's go to a break. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, you're more than uh, welcome to. Um, okay. Um, oh man alive. Very strange show this evening. Very strange show. Tomorrow will be light. I'm going to make sure that um, uh, tomorrow will be light. Uh, but it's been strange, so I'm just kind of handing it over to um, to you. Call in 0344-499-1000. Straight to air. Um, you can withhold your number. There are some uh, uh, places and shows that um, they don't if you withhold your number they won't put you through i love it i love it it's exciting man i don't know why you'd want to but if you feel the need to do that then um, you do how do you withhold your number these days is it 141 still is that what you have to do and then you anyway 03444991000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us i'm going to do some more filler stories more filler stories yes i i knew it when that um, very kind lady came on at the start of the show and said um, that yesterday's show was, was one of the best, and it was a corker. If you want to listen to it again, if you go to talkradio.co.uk and navigate their slightly complicated system, you'll be able to listen to it again. Um, it was a corker. But, the, um, um, but, 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 I knew tonight's would, be, would not be um, a corker. <laughs> and I was right... Here's a weird story. It's filler. Um, A 999 crew who rescued 18 piglets and two sows from a blaze were handed them back as sausages 
by way of thanks from grateful farmer Rachel Rivers. Um... <clears throat> and the firefighters cooked them on a barbecue before posting pictures of their sizzling treat. Man, I could murder some sausages. I'm really, really, really trying hard to lose weight. And by that, I mean I'm trying to eat better and eat less. I went for a run today. Imagine. I say run. It was a stagger. Uh, I took the dog out and we we tried to run around Windsor Great Park and it was flipping awful. Run, I don't know running isn't particularly good for you and it's bad for your knees and um, you don't particularly lose weight doing it. And, so, and I know all that. I know all that. But I thought I've not been to the gym for a while. I still don't fancy going to the gym. I, I, I just can't face it. So I thought I, I, I'll compromise with myself. I'll go out and I'll I'll try and run for a bit. Jesus. Man alive. It was horrendous. Horrendous. Within seconds, I had to wait till there was no one around to do it. Within seconds, I was a sweating... Of course, I had to hold my tits in. What the hell is that about? Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello there. Is that Ian? Hello. Yes, it is. Hello there. I wanted to tell you about chickens. Um, or, or more specifically, ghost chickens. Okay. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of ghost chickens before. I know you can hypnotise a chicken. No, well, this is different. So this goes back about uh, about nine months. Yes. About nine months ago, I uh, moved into a new house, a uh, very modern sort of, you know, brand new house. Yeah. And uh, uh, to be really clear, I don't believe in the supernatural, don't believe in afterlife, been atheist my whole life, but not long after moving into the house, I started experiencing a lot of pecking, pecking at my feet, and I, as I was walking around the house, if I was walking around barefoot, you know, on the way to the bathroom, or uh, getting up in the morning, um, I, I, I thought at first it was pins and needles, but... Um, it kept happening that my, it felt like my feet were getting picked. And at first I thought perhaps there was something wrong with my circulation. And I went to the doctors and the doctors couldn't find anything. And so I, I thought, well, okay. So I, I, I carried on. I ignored it as best I could. Um, but over the course of about four, six weeks, I went from just feeling pecking to... Just in the corner of my eye, just glimpsing something moving, something sort of darting out of the way. Yes. And uh, eventually, you know, if I turned my head quick enough, I started to see shapes. Oh, yeah. And eventually, uh, so, you know, it's about three weeks ago, about three weeks ago, I, I first saw the actual chickens, ghost chickens. Uh, there's about seven, eight of them, um, and they make their way around my house. They they appear in the kitchen. They appear. They don't seem to like the kitchen very much, but they they, they, they appear occasionally in the kitchen. They're mostly in the lounge. They walk about. They yep. peck. They cluck. Yes. They crow. Yes. And uh, and they and they, they they come into the toilet. That's the most disturbing part when you're trying to 
you know, do what comes natural in the toilet and there's a chicken. Do they lay um, ghost eggs? I've yet to see any ghost eggs. There's there's an awful lot of clucking and there are some some ghost feathers. Yes. Um, They they shed, they seem to shed feathers, but uh, there's there's not much in the way of eggs. Now, I've tried to... I've tried to find uh, uh, an explanation. Uh, I've tried to have them exercised. Uh, I contacted the uh, I contacted the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, I'm not a religious person myself, but you know I've I've seen the exorcist, and uh, I I, I rang up the uh, the priest, and and the priest, well, frankly, wasn't very helpful. They they uh, they they don't they don't seem to think that chickens have souls. And uh, I said, well, you know, what happens if they're demonic chickens? You know, if these are the chickens of Satan. What's a delightful fruitcake. Um, let's go to line... Thank you, John. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello. Yep, you're on the air. Turn the radio off. Oh, hello. Sorry. Let me go to my bedroom. Hello? Hello. Hello, is this Ian Lee? Yes. Hello, this is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. I've been listening. I've been listening to your show for weeks now, and I've only just called in tonight because it sounded like you needed callers. No, I don't need call. I prefer it when I have callers. I never need callers. I, you know, I, I'd always think if you can't do, if you can't fill three hours with your mouth, then you shouldn't <laughs> be doing this kind of show. No. But what? But what? Tell, tell me about you, Ryan. I've, I've, I've just, I've, um, I lived in, do you know Brighton? I do know Brighton, yeah, I like Brighton. I like Brighton, but I don't like the beach, because it's not a real beach, is it? It's pebbles. It's pebbles. I like sandy beaches, but it gets under your big O. Yes, I I don't like, um, going on the beach in in my swimmers or barefoot, but I do like walking along a sandy beach whilst wearing uh, walking shoes. Yeah, I like doing that too. I've, I've just moved to, do you know Southampton? Um, I do know Southampton. I'm trying to think if I've ever been to Southampton. I'm not it's sure. A, it's not very nice. Oh. oh. It's what I'd call a cesspool. Oi! You're saying that, so Ryan, I'd not me! Of... OK, I didn't know if I was allowed to swear on here. Well, I hope I didn't. Cesspool isn't a swear word. No, but, but I won't say one. So I've I've moved here because I'm starting university in September. Oh, fantastic. What are you studying? Physiotherapy. Oh yeah, yeah. At university, is it? For like, yeah, for legs and stuff. Oh, for <laughs> is it just for legs and stuff, or, or by stuff do you mean the rest of the body as well? <laughs> the re- the rest of the body as well. Okay, so why don't you just say for the body? <laughs> it's the legs. Um, so I've already moved into my house, but uh, that you're keen. My fa- yeah, I know. I, I before I lived with my family in Brighton. Yeah. So I live with my mum, my dad, my four brothers and my three sisters. And now that I live here, I just, I don't know, it's very lonely so far. I bet it is. Have you not made any friends yet? <laughs> well, no one else from university doing physiotherapy with the legs is here. So whereas before I'd sort of wake up to the sound of the roosters and my four brothers and my three sisters on their bikes, it's okay. now very quiet. Do you, do you have, um, where do you live? Roughly, not exactly. 
I'm so glad that you and your friends have found the show. Genuinely glad that you... you he, can I set you a challenge? Me and my friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, there's no one else here. No, 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 of course not. But, but, but you and the chicken ghost guy. Can I, um... The chicken ghost... Ian, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. Okay, buddy. Um, I, I, I heard the last call and something about geese feathers, but I didn't hear it properly because I was trying to get through myself. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. And I'm glad you found. I'm glad you and your friends have found us. It's great. But okay. uh, uh, how long have you genuinely been listening, Ryan? Is, uh, is it just tonight? Month, is it just since to... I moved in? No, okay. no, it's since I moved in. Come on, dude, I listen, remember, dude, dude. I promise you, dude, I remember Ryan, the caller, Ryan, the caller who Ryan, was in his sports videos. Ryan, Ryan. I'm and not... down the rabbit hole, I watch all of them. Ryan, come on, dude. Well, listen, I'm not angry. I'm glad that you. F- I'm glad that you found it. I really, really am glad. But let's speak. Let's speak like let's uh, mano a mano, yeah. Huh? I can set you a challenge that's going to be much more rewarding than you and your mate phoning up and talking about chickens to me. Because the thing is, right? You can... I haven't mentioned chickens, Ian. Yes, you have. I'm clever and I'm, I'm, I'm cleverer and I'm faster than you are, Sunshine. And I used to do what you, you did. You are not faster. You are not faster than me. Okay. I used to do what you did. Now listen, can I set you a proper challenge? And if you if you if you can achieve this, you you and your mate will have my undying respect. What do we have to do? So you have got a mate there. Thank you. What I you have to do? I'm just as fun. Ian, listen to this, okay? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. You, you listen to this, sunshine. I'm going to set you a challenge, right? Because there's no challenge, and it's fun, and I'm glad you've done it. And I'm really enjoying it, right? But there's no challenge phoning up a straight-to-air section of the show and getting on. Here's your challenge. I've been on all the radio stations. Well, do you reckon you could get on LBC right now talking about ghost chickens? LBC. Are yeah. they doing their talk show as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I give you their phone number? This is genuinely their phone number, right? If you it's can... Katie Hopkins on there. She's not anymore. She's got the boot. If you can get on to LBC tonight yeah. talking about ghost chickens, you and your mate, you will have my undying respect. Have you got PayPal? Sorry? Have you got PayPal? I'm not going pay- to pay you for it, you muppet. Here's the... F- have you got oh, a pen okay, and paper? Sorry, yeah. Huh? Have you got a pen and paper? Yeah, let me just get my pen. Right, here's the, <coughs> here's the number. Right. You can either do it... You've got to record it, right? So I can hear it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 0345. Hold on. Yeah. 6060. Oh, dude, come... T- take the... Fu- stop being a twat. Take the phone number down. I'm. I'm. Uh, listen. I'm. Si- I have six zero six zero. Read out the number. But you've actually stop playing your silly sound. You've actually got to do it. I am. I've written it down. Oh, I'm. I'm a glutton for punishment. Nine seven three. Okay. Read it back to me. Oh, three, four, five, six, eight, oh, nine, three, four. Absolute bellend. I was giving him a real chance to become a hero, to become a god amongst us mere mortals. 
and um and he couldn't do it i'm glad he's found us though i enjoyed those calls lads thank you thank you thank you um call straight to it let's take a quick break the late night alternative with ian lee unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio we have ways of making you talk i enjoyed that Uh, it is great to see, and I've said this so many times, to see the prank call slowly, slowly making a comeback. It, it, I enjoy it, and it's wonderful. Uh, I'll be honest, you, you, you'll never get a prank call past me, right? You won't. But, um, and I, I, I can only play along with it for so long, and then I start to feel a bit weird. So I'm sorry for calling those lads out, but um, I'm so glad you did that. But the real challenge is, can you get on LBC? I recommend after one o'clock. Go on after one o'clock, because there's been a few pranks to that guy, and he started to get quite angry. So, but you've got to go on. Here's how, here's how you do a prank call to a straight show, right? Uh, you, find, you listen to the show for ten minutes, and you find out what they're talking about, and you find out the angle that the, the host is talking about, right? You phone up, and you speak to the producer, and you'll say, yeah, I'd like to go on. I'm interested in what he, the subject he's talking about, and I agree with most of what he's saying. If you, if you go on and say, I, I kind of agree with what he's saying... Um, and have a few points up your sleeve, you're more likely to get on and get on quicker. And then you go on, and for the first two minutes, you talk about Brexit and say, well, I agree with you, I do think Brexit is a great idea, and um, I'm concerned that um, Theresa May is making all these statements about Brexit while the, the Parliament are on uh, are on a break, and I just think that it's misleading to the public, and I do worry that these ghost chickens are going to come in, and they're going, you just, you just got to go in there for a bit. And win them over. Trust me. Trust me, trust me, trust me. I phoned up LBC the other day on air. I asked them for a job and they cut me off. So, um, um, so there. Oh, do you know what I was going to do tonight? Remind me tomorrow. Can someone remind me tomorrow? What we're going to do tomorrow is we're going to, um, we're going to take a punt and we're going to phone up some places around the world, right? We'll tell them they're on the radio. It's not like a prank call or something. And we'll see. We'll pick numbers at random, okay? We'll see if we can get... We might... I've just had a feeling. I meant to do this tonight. And, and I can see all the lines flashing. I'll come to you in a minute. Um, I... I've just had a feeling today that if we did it, we might get a few good stories. Now, it could be a busted flush and we, we ring and no one wants to talk to us or, or, or no one's there or they don't speak English. We'll do America. We'll do Japan. Um... And a few other places. We'll just ring some places at random and see, um see where we see if we get anywhere should we do that tomorrow can you remind me periscopers we'll do that tomorrow let's go to line four four you're on the wireless evening monkey chops hello love can i just confirm did dennis say that he's still alive uh he dennis confirmed that he um uh, is still alive yes okay how about um generalissimo francisco franco um uh i'm afraid i cannot answer that he, that, he didn't confirm either way uh why have you got have you got um, an accumulator? No, I'm swinging a miss. Saturday night live. Okay, thanks very much indeed for that. Night. Let's go to line uh, three. Three, you're on the wireless. Hello. Oh, You've been placed on hold. Oh, it's one Please. of those. Okay, uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. All right, Ian. Um, I'm on a withheld number, so you've had a withheld number and a ghost chicken call. So it's like your dream show, yeah? It is. It, I'm, I'm, I'm hard. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's uh, the best day of my life. Um, 
Uh, I heard you on the um, Book Shambles podcast. Oh, with um, Robin Ince and Josie Long. Yes, what a thrill that was to be asked on there. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great. Um, like, um, it's one of my favourite podcasts, and so it was great to have you, who I really like, and uh, Josie Long and uh, Robin Ince colliding. I love, um, uh, I worked with Robin years ago, and so I know him a little bit, and I love Josie mm-hmm. Long. I think she's just one of the funniest people around at the moment. I think she's so Definitely. clever. I think she's Underrated. Yeah, oh, well, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how she is rated. I don't really keep track of these things, but I think she's absolutely brilliant, and um, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, because, like, you know, um, she's sort of not a gag, gag, gag comedian. No. It's like, you, have, you know, it's more like, I think you said it before, performance art. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. You, you, I don't think, uh, like, you see some stupid comments on YouTube under her videos where people don't realise that you have to wait for the gags because it's not like the normal... It's a much more interesting thing. I think she's one of the best comics in the country. She is. You know. May God bless Josie Long. Definitely. I w- but I wanted to ask you, uh, you were talking about Kurt Vonnegut on yes. that podcast. Yep. And I didn't hear the whole thing because I didn't pay for it. But the, I, I heard, like, the short version. And um, I've not read him, but I know you talk about him a lot. Yes. And so did Josie. And I just wondered uh, what you thought was the best book uh, I'm interested in reading him. What was here's the right. Okay, here's the thing. He's most. Why do you like him so he, much? I think he's. I think he's just wonderful. I think he's witty. I think I've. I've never read a writer where sometimes if the story's not going well, he'll put himself in the book. Uh, you know, he, 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 he writes himself into the book. I love the fact that there's this recurring character of Kilgore Trout that um, uh, uh, that comes through a lot of the books. The most famous one is mm-hmm. Slaughterhouse Five, but my favourite, and it's a controversial one, my favourite Kurt Vonnegut is Breakfast of Champions. I love it. Oh yeah, I'm writing that. Don't don't watch any of the films. The films are all turkeys. But the but, oh, actually, saying that, the film of Mother Night is quite good with Nick Nolte. Mother Night's another good book. Breakfast of Champions and Mother Night. There you go, have those two. And he, he puts himself in both those in this... In he this puts himself in, in Breakfast of Champions. I can't remember if he does in Mother Night or not. I don't think he does, but he puts he writes himself into Breakfast of Champions, and it's just joyously done. It's wonderful. All right, then, that sounds good. Thanks, um, man. Well, I'll let you get back to the... Um, yeah. the uh, the egg exorcisms. Thank you very much. Exorc- he did a joke! Exorcisms! Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, line one. Hello, is that Ian? Yes, it is. Hello, I was just about to pop to bed, but I heard you talking about Brexit. <laughs> I've been trying to get through ever since. No, you haven't. Oh, I have been. Well, you, 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 you literally, you, you, you just popped up on the screen just now. Are you joking? I've just been trying to get through this whole time. Okay, well, you're through now. Yeah, I'm here to talk about Brexit, please. Okay. Yeah. I'm here to talk about Brexit. And chickens? Not about chickens. Would you like to discuss Brexit with me, please? Go on, then. Yeah, you start. You start. I don't want it's to talk. your show. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to talk about Brexit. Why not? It's boring. How can you find it boring? How's it boring? Ian, answer me. Ian. 
here's the thing. I don't mind prank calls. They've got to be better than this, man. They've got <laughs> they've got to be they've got to be funny. I honestly thought you hanged up. I know I, I know you did. You, you muppet. Well, listen, it, and I I, I, I don't well, mind it, but you, they've got to be funny. There's not you, there's no you've got no angle here. When I phoned I'm up um, when I phoned here. up no you no you're not. When I phoned up Mike Stick here to talk about Ian, all right, Ian, 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 hang on a second. It's not funny. Listen, it's not funny. You're not being funny. When I phoned up Mike Stickin, dude, just, just, I'm giving you, I'm giving you some advice that's going to make your, your, your future, your your future in prank calling so much better, right? If it doesn't have anything to do with Brexit, and I wouldn't like to hear it. When I phoned up Mike Stickin um, to talk about the millennium. Oh, hey. go and do your research, buddy. Go, you know, the, the, the proud um, fathers of this, this industry that walked before us. Go and do your research. When I phoned him up to talk listen, about... Um, listen, no, listen, dude, listen. listen. You, now you're just being you rude. listen? No, I'm not going to listen. Hey, you're being rude to me. There we go. I can put you there. Um, here's the thing. No one can hear you now, so just, just be quiet. When I phoned up Mike Stickin, right... Um, it was short, it was succinct, it was to the point, it was um, about the millennium, there were a few gags in there, and then I ended with the classic line, my balls are full of sperm. Now, it's not, it's not clever, it's not intellectual, but there was, there was some humour in it, there was some humour, and just phone up saying I want to talk about Brexit... Flipping egg! I mean, Jesus, that's an awful... <laughs> as prank... Your prank is to phone up and, and do what all other phone-in shows do? Sweet Jesus Christ! I'm bringing you back into the conversation. Away you go. Why am I not being heard on, on the air? Because I took, I took you off um, air for a minute. Why? Well, Why? You're, you're on air now. But no one's listening to you now. Yes, they are, yeah. Oh. Dude, you need listen. If you're going to phone up a phoning show, you need to know the fundamentals of how it works. Uh, the, you and your mates, the, the calls. I'm I'm so glad you found me. I'm so glad. But trust me, I was doing this 25 years ago, and I was doing it funny. You need to make it funny. Why do you think I'm a prank call? <sighs> oh man, alive. Okay, I mean, I'm trying to help you, man. Why are you getting mad? But I'm not, though. That's the thing. I'm not. I'm, tr- I'm trying to help you. In can't calm down. Calm down. I'm very, very calm. I'm just frustrated that you're wasting this opportunity you have to be funny when you're not being funny. That's what's upsetting me. I want you to calm down a bit. You're being very aggressive. Okay. You're not being funny. I mean, I'm, what more can I give them? What more can I give them? Let's go to uh, line one. Hello, line one. Uh, Peter Sellers saying Birdie Num Num, of course, from the uh, the movie The Party, where he um, plays a comedy Indian. Um, let, let, we've got another ten minutes or so, so we'll have a quick break, and then we'll try again, shall we? OK, here we go. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Call straight to air. Another um, eight minutes of the show. Um, very disappointing prank so far. I'm, I, there's a lot of work we need to do here, guys. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, it, it, it is Ian. Oh, Jesus. Hello. 
Oh man, it's they're just it's just it's just awful. You guys are embarrassing yeah. yourselves. Ian, what's going on? I'm getting a load Ian, of I, really unfunny prank calls from people that I. Uh, That's what I've come to talk about, Ian. Oh, I'm quite, God, I'm honestly, no. I'm not nice with you, Ian. I'm a new listener. Okay, there we go. I've, I've, yeah, just give me a minute. No one can hear you. Just give me a minute. Oh God. I'm gonna have to. Um, I'm gonna have to like do a video or, or a seminar on how to uh, the art of the prank is what I'm gonna have to do. You can't, you can't prank a prankster. I'm, I, I'm, I don't know. Maybe these are bits of theatre. I'll come to you again, again in a second. Maybe these are bits of theatre, and I should be immersing myself in them. I don't know. Complain to off prank. Someone says, uh, you're "Right, uh, go yeah, on. You're back. You, you weren't, you weren't on the radio then. You're back on now." Okay, Ian, I think you got the wrong end of the stick here, mate. I'm not a prankster. Okie dokie. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. This is uh, Lewis again. Hey, Lewis. Um, hey, man. Uh, I just want to say thanks again um, for Armani Coppola. Um, I've got an Armani Coppola story that I can give yes, you. Yes, now we're it. talking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since, since you sh- shined a light on it... Um, in my couple of my two little sisters, uh, I took them to London Comic Con, and we were both listening. Well, we, we the three of us were listening to Imani Coppola on the radio, yeah. and, and they love her. Good, right? Good. And and she's my sister Flo. She's really into like all like especially like the green hair stuff, the late nineties and yeah. everything. And um, I just want to say thanks, like for that again. <laughs> and uh, I want to say thanks to Cass as well. You know. The, the producer you have, obviously, you know, because right? um, I was really into radio production when I was in like secondary school and stuff. Yes. But um, uh, some stuff happened and whatever, blah blah blah. But um, in my opinion, though, like we, my sister is on her album and everything. Like she's really like putting into her now. So like, well, I'm, I'm. It's and, an absolute uh, pleasure. She's a genius, and I'm always happy to spread the word. Line one, you're on the wireless. Mm-hmm. Who's best on the TV show New Tricks? Is it... Oh, for, I mean, these lads are just... Uh, I will take the next one and we'll let him do his piece, OK? We'll let him do his piece. Go on. Go on, line two. Go on. Give, give us your best shot. You've been placed on hold. Please wait. That's, that's, that's a sneak. Do you know what that is? That's a sneaky little trick where... Um, uh, Go on, give us your best shot. Ian, I've, honestly, I've come to talk about football and transfer the most, transfer fees at the moment. Okay, where you go, buddy? I, I, think, we, I, I think we got cut off a minute ago. You do, um, you, you do your piece. Let's, let's, let's. You do your piece, and I'll, I'll score you out of ten. I'm absolutely fine, honestly. If you think I'm a prankster, you can end the call after a minute. I'm not a prankster, Ian. My name's Ryan, by the way. Uh, I've come to talk about. Uh, I, I don't know if you, you know, you're into football or anything. I'm a new listener. I won't lie. Um. But I've come to grab Make you know, it interesting, man. It's a dull prank. That's all I'm angry about. Is they're dull. I mean, is Make it interesting. Just get to finish. the punchline, man, because it's boring. I'm to talk about the. Have you seen the Neymar transfer fee in? <sighs> Two hundred million. The soldiers be getting this money. Soldiers. Oh God, these are awful. I give you. Have two. you seen the amount of money that these people are being paid? I give you two. Of it. I give you two out of ten, and that is me being Ian, really what, generous. Ian, this is a terrible show. You're going to call him a prankster. 
And this is a terrible prank. That's the problem. This is, this is not a prank, Ian. And it's not, not, is it? It's not. It's just, money. here's the thing. Is this, is this, is the... All right, I, I, I've got it. Because this is a show that doesn't talk about normal issues like soldiers and football and stuff like that. So the prank is then to phone in and talk about those issues. I get it. I get it. I get it. This isn't Ian. I, I, I get it. I finally got it. You're a genius. The genius is to talk about those issues on a show where we don't talk about those issues. I finally got it. Honestly, it's not that. Ian, it's nothing to do with that fella. I have been listening to talk sport for the last hour or so, and I am disgusted by the transfer of Fiji and flying around. Soldiers be getting this. I'm not going to give you the pleasure of the punchline. I'm not going to deliver the punchline for you. Do you not think soldiers sacrificing their lives should be getting this sort of money? Soldiers working day and night in Afghanistan should be getting 200 grand a week for this (laughs) Rubinio or something like that. It's disgusting, Ian. Oh, God. Can we delete tonight's show from, from everyone's minds? It never happened. Um, it, Ian, I am no disgusted. Good. Yeah, I it. know. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Ian, do you not think it's hard to be getting this sort of money into the footballers? Oh, Jesus. There's no challenge to this. Phone up LBC with this kind of thing, because that's the Ian, challenge. if I want to talk about Brexit, I'd phone up LBC. <sighs> I don't want to be discussing the Labour's manifesto, thank you very much, this time of the night. I want to discuss important things in this country, like how footballers are paid 200 grand a week, while poor Bob from the local... Uh, oh, mate, it's your... Emba- I'm going to put you... I'm going to get 15 grand dude, a year. Dude, I'm going to put you out of your misery. I'm going to put you out of your uh, misery. Let's see if this one does any better. Go on. Hello, Ian. Don't talk. I'll, I will. Uh, just listen, please. Um, That's not how you start a phone call with me. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello. Hi, Ian. Hey, line one. Hello? Yep. Yes, I'm calling from America, and I only have one question for you. Okay. Is this future, or is this past? Oh, that's some heavy shit to lay on me in the last minute of the show, man. Well, what is your answer? Present? I really need to know. This is like a really serious question. You really need an answer for this. It um okay, I'm gonna say this is this is past. This is past? Why do you say that? I I didn't know I was gonna have to qualify it. Yes, you have to qualify I it. I cannot qualify it. Oh, no, 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 I'm not qualifying it. <laughs> Come on. God, you've got a sexy voice. Oh, thank you. Oh, that voice is sexy. You like, you like American girls? Oh, baby. You like American girls? You know it. <laughs> you know it, baby. You got a pretty sexy voice yourself. Yeah, you like British guys, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I'm on my way over there. Baby, I'm going to meet you halfway. Let's book a hotel room. Sure, yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, Let's do it. Uh, It's crazy enough. We might as well just do it. Where are we meeting? In the middle of the pond? That's exactly where we're going to meet. We're going to join the Mile High Club. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, thank you, John. Thank you, Haley. Thank you to 80% of the callers. I'll be back tonight at 10. Ta-ta.